0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Thursday show. We are now starting at noon instead of the usual uh, two o'clock. We are attempting to do something a little different because we need to start this show a little earlier because <clears throat> every week we're, we're going and we're going and we're going and we're like, you know we got we got to end, we got work, we got family. We don't want to put those time constraints on ourselves anymore. We just want to wanna do it. We just want to run and have some fun. How about that, Shane? Just go. Let's just go. go. Let's just go.
1: Let's go. I woke up this morning just ready to go today. I don't know what's up, but let's do this.
0: Yes. Yeah, so, uh, as you guys know, we got an amazing show today. Let me just walk you through uh, what we are talking about. We are going to be talking about uh, Henry Cavill and Danny Garcia and their social media confirmations that Superman is indeed back. And this will mean, this, this, you know what that means? This is the final Superman Watch 2022. Wait, The final? No, There's no, no, we still uh, have to watch him. No, no, but uh, we we were watching for him. He's here. So so okay, so Superman
1: Watch 2023 is gonna be what what's coming, right? Yes. But this is okay. the final
0: 2022. Got it. That's um and so we're gonna play that Stinger one more time, but it'll be the last time. <laughs> like everybody cares. <laughs> That's great. No one cares. I care because that Stinger took me several I hours like to create. I like it. I like yeah. saying it. Of course, the weekly Terry is back on the menu, boys. It's gonna be fun. Uh, we got some uh, little Riker and Picard action going on. We have the rant of the week, and today we're talking about the fact checkers. Who watches the watchers, my friend? It's a very potentially. Uh, it's a potentially uh, gnarly. Uh, topic to take on Yeah, yes we are not going to be taking it on from a political bent Thank um you. we're going to take it on straight ahead and look at exactly what's going on with fact checkers because i'm uh, uh it's just it's silly so we'll talk about it james gunn and peter saffron is heading the dc studios first off Woo! there's a dc studios that's the first <laughs> good news right Right. But you know this, there wasn't a DC studios until this year. Can you anybody believe that? I, that's mm. phenomenally insane to me. That's you. That's Warner Brothers for you. Black Adam pulling in 200 million worldwide. Uh, some yeah, people we're, are like, uh, yeah. Some people it are like, all
1: the people who said that they wasn't going to make that much money. Right? Come on. Now.
0: You know what's crazy is some people are like, uh, actually that's a failure. I'm like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, dude. <laughs> Uh, actually, it's a failure. Do you have two hundred dollars? Do you have two hundred dollars in your account right now? Really? Because we're gonna talk about some inflation. That's a great transition. Like that transition? Huh? <laughs> wait, wait, what are we talking about? I was like, <laughs> I was like, Black Adam does two hundred million, and the people are like, that's still a failure. So I'm like, hey, do you stuff? Do you have actually just two hundred dollars in your account? Because you probably oh. don't. Because inflation. Because Tim Rutz is talking about inflation right now. <sighs>
1: Gotcha. That was a bad like, Are was we a, talking about inflation?
0: Because I'm like really talking about inflation. Right that was now. a bad segue. But yes, uh, Tim Russ, AKA uh, Tuvok. Uh, we, we might have to have a weekly Tuvok segment coming up soon. Almost. I mean, he's, his tweets are next level. Inflammatory mm-hmm. is the word. Uh, Henry <laughs> Cavill uh, actually talks to IGN about how he chose his Superman suit mm-hmm. for the Black Adam scene. And I, I think that's. I didn't know he chose it, but if he chose it, if he chose to look like re- Christopher Reeves, great. Uh, Guardians of the Ga- Galaxy got a Christmas special, and there's a trailer, and there's a special about Kevin Bacon. We're going to talk about that. It's so fantastic, guys. It looks it. great. A brand new Star Wars movie coming up. Like, we needed more Ooh, of that. but I'm yes,
1: like, <laughs> Oh, <world> excitement, yes.
0: <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp Mania trailer. There are a lot of things to talk about there. And, of course... Last but not least, uh, Wakanda Forever, which I have zero excitement for, but we're going to look at it. I haven't well, even seen the trailer talk. yet. We're going to see it together. You and I. Yeah. Us. Yeah, I us together. We're going to see it together.
1: As a team. Let's quickly say hi to Mage Frey, Jeremy Schneider, Kenneth LaRoque. well, you guys are talking a lot here. Anima, Confusa, <laughs> Penny, and everybody else who's here with us today. Please give us a thumbs up if you're here and you're watching, and let's have a killer show. A killer. An absolute killer show. Absolute killer show.
0: Yes. <clears throat> All right. So, I say we just, uh, I say we jump into the title story. How about you, how you sure. think about that, Shane? Let's get to, let's get to business. All right. <clears throat> I guess we, I guess you're right. We could still do a Superman Watch for Superman and Lois, but we're not going to do that.
1: Oh, yeah. Am I missing something by do not doing that show? I mean, no, it's a good show, but.
0: There's So many good shows out right now. Yeah, it's 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 not like mm. it's not a it's not mind blowing. It's not some like thing that like, you better go watch. You know, Superman. It's it's the same as like Avenue Five. I'm like, hey, it's a great show. Check it out.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's just so much stuff. Like, I'm trying to watch Peripheral, Avenue Five. I'm supposed to watch the Superman. I mean, there's just so many things to watch. Yeah. Quantum Leap is absolutely killing it right now. If you guys aren't following our reviews and stuff, you need to get over there and and uh, yeah, make sure you're checking in on those because really good stuff.
0: Yeah, I am looking forward uh, to quantum. Leap. Atheist is here.
1: I forgot, I'm for i sorry, atheist for the cause. Sorry, buddy. I can't see the member stream side because I can't have two uh, chats up. So, Brian, maybe you can yeah. let me know.
0: In case you're in the members section right now, all by your lonesome. Um, I'm sorry to ask you to do this, but come over to the other to the to the Unleash side for now, and we'll 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 do the chats in the members section when we get there. Yeah, because because yeah, it's very difficult time. to have both up at the same time. I actually get confused sometimes. I'm like, I don't know which one I'm reading. <laughs> yeah, we'll go here and then go together to the member section. Yeah, but listen, Quantum Leap is is great. Um, it's not perfect, but you know, nothing's perfect. So it's good though. It's a really good show. I look forward to it every week. Look, every yeah, week. and our our prime video is coming out
1: on that tomorrow, so you guys don't want to miss that.
0: Yes, yeah. Shane outdid himself on this theory. All right, let's uh. Let's do it. Ready for the final.
1: Twenty twenty two.
0: What? Why do you take your hat off every time? And like, oh, go. I just, I think I feel like it's dramatic. It's require it requires dramatic, and I also apply the alpha layer to the stinger, so it's like. Uh-huh. I forgot that we were it was going to show our faces the whole time. Oh, <laughs> oh I see. So I like, I feel the need to do something because this stupid thing has an alpha there. I thought you were
1: like like I like I'm this is what Superman would do if he was wearing a hat maybe or something. I don't know. But Next uh, time you need to do this, you need to like
0: you know. Right, no, that was No move. one wants to see that. I mean, not for real. But let's get into it cuz we got some news. <laughs> Superman is back. Here's the deal, boys. Henry Cavill is back in action, and you know, it's not just that, oh, he showed up as the cameo, uh, with that cameo scene in Black Adam, or the reports, no, no, it's the man, the myth, the legend himself, the big man, Henry Cavill, on social media, and I'm going to play it for you guys right now, because there's no way get this gets claimed, can Here I just say one thing? Yeah. In your face,
1: everybody who said Henry Cavill was never coming in back. In your, your face. face, in your face, and you know
0: who you are, and I could, yeah. I could say your name right now. Your names, and I'm not going to. But yeah, I could. yeah, yeah. You're, in your faces. We follow each other on Twitter. Some of you have have uh, more followers than we do, and some of you have less. But you know what? That doesn't matter because you're all wrong. That's it. <laughs> you have all, You are all wrong on this, and we were calling it for what six months now.
1: Oh, like two years, I think.
0: Almost actually. two years, but like we were pushing it hard over the last six months. We were making no, no. stingers. We had a whole segment every week. Come on!
1: I'm just saying. We kept saying you can't get rid of Henry Cavill. He's the best Superman. So just
0: right. pay the man. Just pay him. And you know what? The, I, I feel like the uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is getting um, lost in the shuffle here a little bit because he is the he is the reason this happened. Just so you know.
1: Oh, 100. There There is no Henry Cavill as Superman without without him. At least not this soon. Right.
0: All right, so here we go. We're going to play it. Hey,
1: everyone. I wanted to wait until the weekend was over before posting this uh, because I wanted to give you all a chance to watch Black Adam. But now that plenty of you have, I wanted to make it official that I am back as Superman. And the image you see on this post and what you saw in Black Adam, are just a very small taste of things to come. So uh, there's a lot to be thankful for, and I'll get to that in time. But I want to thank you guys most of all. Thank you for your support, and thank you for your patience. I promise it will be rewarded.
0: Hell yeah. That is a, that is a handsome man. That is a very handsome man. Jesus. it's like, <clears throat> I'm starting you know, to come from questioning my sexuality man. right now. I'm like, Jesus.
1: He kind of looks like you. If like your face was more taller than
0: wider. So if, you if, know? if my face was symmetrical and I was healthy and strong. Yeah. And like, so thanks. You, yeah. <laughs> thanks for
1: that. So, I mean, at least I gave you some pro. I don't look anything like him. So I better start go.
0: working on it. <clears throat> um, <laughs> yeah so additionally my friends not only not only do we get henry cavill back as superman for sure but i love this danny garcia who is the head of uh seven buck productions which is her she you know she owns it with the rock dwayne the rock johnson that's not the rock was not a bald guy she she does a lot of pictures of bald men on her nothing but bald guys on her instagram hey everybody's got their own little tastes bro so uh, this is Dan Garcia, and she, she owns Seven Buck Productions with Dwayne The Rock. And uh, I guess they were married at some point or something. That, that's that's pretty progressive. But she, she also has uh, a lot to do with this. Like, she's been pushing Black Adam for just as long as The Rock has. And she has been making deals. And we talked about this a few months ago, how she had that cryptic social media post where she was like, hey, I just met with... <clears throat> um, <laughs> I just got distracted by the chat. Damn you, Archmage. I, I just met with, uh, you know, uh, Warner Bros. execs, news to follow, right? And there was no news. And we're like, oh, what? Well, it has to be something to do with Superman and Black Adam. Anyways, so after Cavill posted that, she posted this. And I thought this was really fun and clever. And I'm going to stop the music there because it's copyrighted music and they do not play. I want to know where she found the phone booth. <clears throat> yeah. And I have a, a follow up question How
1: do I get a phone booth?
0: They were all over the place
1: like 15 years ago. Now, good
0: yeah. luck. It used to be the easiest thing to get. Like you can find them junked for $7 anywhere. And now, because I want one, like I legitimately oh, want one in my house and I want to make it work and everything. I'm pretty sure I won't fit in it, but I definitely want one. Yeah, I want one really bad. Um, so you know, just, just a thought. You know, if you want to get me a Christmas present, all you members out there, you know, I want I want a, I want a working phone booth. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I want to bring this up real quick because this, this, this actually distracted me. Archmage says, "So you are saying Brian is the darkest timeline version of Henry Cavill?" <laughs> that's right.
1: Yes, that's, that's right. True. If he was in Community, <laughs> he would be the
0: darkest that's timeline. Accurate, version. That's accurate. Um, but that's it man yeah Superman is back my friends and i don't I don't got anything else any, anything else to to say about it other than well i mean no uh, <clears throat> other than i told you so <laughs>
1: yeah yes you yes it was definitely something we've been talking
0: about <clears throat> yeah at least over a year now I've been saying it for over a year now yeah, over uh, over a year maybe, maybe. Well, year. actively on this channel over the last
1: like 5 or 6 months. Well, I yeah, I would say actively, but I would say we've been talking about it since really since they said he wasn't going to actually since Shazam, Ooh. we've been talking about it. Yes. It's really been a long time we've been saying no Henry Cavill has to be Superman. Yeah, since the headless right. super, <clears throat> since the
0: headless Superman,
1: right? Right. Yeah, we've been ta- uh, yeah, and this right. Yes, right in uh interesting show. Peace, keep, peace. Oh, peace no,
0: no, no. That was too. No, no. In Shazam, he was headless at the in, in the end credits. Right.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's one of those things that we've kind of been, you know, not saying we predicted, but definitely have wanted to have happen.
0: I mean, I'm not going to say we predicted it, but we did say all signs point to it. And people actively on other social media platforms told us that that wasn't happening.
1: Right. And I think it was wishful thinking on everybody's part. Like we were wishfully thinking that it will happen, but the person who deserves all the credit for it is Dwayne Johnson.
0: Atheist for the cause. You guys are so distracting all the time. This is great. Yeah. Make He's true. been strutting around in his underwear all the morning. So I hear, <laughs> so you hear, I'm sorry. You have access to my cameras. Don't you? I, I knew it was you. atheist. I knew it was you. <laughs> yeah. If you're not seeing this live, you need to be seeing this live. <laughs> right. Um, Yeah, and the thing is about Henry Cavill is he is the best Superman, and when he first came out, I was like, when Man of Steel first came out, in my mind, I go, well, he's pretty damn good. Um, He's not Christopher Reeves, but he's pretty damn good. And then we continue to see him, and they're a completely different Superman. I'm not going to say he's better than Christopher Reeves or worse, because I think that they are, to me, they're both and now my Superman, um, and Christopher right. Reeves represents a version of Superman that is just so wildly different that I don't think that they have to be. It doesn't have to be a ranking system between those two anymore.
1: I think they're representative of their times. So Christopher Reeves Superman is coming out of the comics, coming out of the TV series, dun, da, dun, kind of the the shining white knight of of heroes, and and the Henry Cavill Superman is somebody who's just questioning what his purpose in life is a little more realistic, a mm-hmm. little more gritty look at how Superman might actually have felt, you know, had he been a real person and gone through all this situation and that we got a more realistic version of Superman, but still the ideology is there, which was bred from his father. Now I had the blessing to be able to uh, watch man of steel and BVS last night with my kids. Cause they wanted to, which was, I'm like, okay, I'll stop everything I'm doing. If you
0: want yeah, to stop everything right now.
1: Right. Right. because I don't get to do anything with him. So we sat and we watched it and I got to go through it again. And it's been a while uh, since I've really got to focus on it, especially knowing that Henry Cavill's coming back and watching go through those scenes and the experience, you know, Christopher Reeves will always be my heart uh, because he's the, he's he, when I was a kid, he's my Superman, but Henry Cavill's the best Superman. Right. And I just truly believe that. And I hope that when we get more adventures, I'm really glad that justice league Superman is not where we end with Henry Cavill. Because Zack Snyder was taking him to a very dark place. You're right. You're right. I do want to see Superman be the shining light on the hill. Uh, And he spent a lot of time dead uh, in these
0: (laughs) through Justice
1: League. And, you know, so there's a lot more Superman we need to see. And this is the guy who needs to do it.
0: Yeah. And I got to say, as much as we bang the drum for, or we have banged the drum for it, uh, Zack Snyder, because we like Sny- Zack Snyder. We like his visual s- style and all that. He mm. was taking Superman to a dark place. Yes. So it might be a good thing that we get to keep the Snyder characters, but we don't get to continue um, that darker path. Because, you know, we it's okay to see a dark Superman at some point, but we have to see the bright, hopeful Superman first. Right. And from from our perspective, we were going to go it was going to go Superman, you know, learning his powers, Man of Steel, like his origin story, basically, and then him (laughs) fighting and dying, uh, fighting against Batman and then dying to doomsday and then waking up in a black suit and then getting brainwashed or whatever and taking over the world.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't like. And also, I don't want a Superman who's whose singularly focused drive is Lois Lane. And so, <clears throat> you know, this character is being built of to be this kind of this, this Lois Lane-centered person. And I get she's a huge influence on his life. He's in love with her. But Zack was taking it to basically something bad happens to Lois, and now Superman is trying to destroy the world. And right. it's like, yeah. you know, I don't know if I want to go there. I really like the visuals, and I loved, like, the end credit scene for Zack Snyder's justice league mm-hmm. where they're like in the desert and you got Joker and you got this, this, this hodgepodge. And I'm like, I kind of want to see that, but <clears throat> I need Superman to be my hero. Right. You
0: know? And I, so I hope we do that. So yeah, At so least. we, we can get there, but we have to start with, we need to start with that heroic Superman. Yes. hundred percent. I think that's well said Shane. Mm-hmm. And that is where we will end this clip. If uh, you are not subscribed just a reminder, everyone here, if you're not subscribed, Please hit the subscribe button on the way to the comment section. Let us know what you guys think about this in particular topic. Are you stoked that Superman is back? You know, and who, you know what? Who's your favorite Superman? Out of all the Superman, who's your favorite? Let us know. Yeah, fair enough.
1: Archmage here. Do you think Man of Steel 2 should be a prequel set prior to Justice League and his death? no. no. Absolutely not. Unfortunately, it all just bleeds together. I don't think you could do that. I don't. I, in fact, I know you couldn't do that because you got Man of Steel goes directly into BVS. BVS goes directly into Justice League. Yeah.
0: Otherwise, how are you going to do Man of Steel two with Superman dead? Yeah. You. Li- it literally everything mm. literally bleeds together to the point where it's like, like the last scene was the last scene in the movie. Then you're like, oh, the first scene in this movie is this scene. It's just too quickly.
1: Yeah, I think Superman. I think the next Superman movie needs to take place after the events of Justice League. Um, I'm just not sure how they're going to do it. I mean... They're, they're going to keep it in the all in the same universe, right? Yeah, I mean,
0: I, here, here's how I do it. Mm-hmm. Just, like, the, the the movie ended in both... Ju- by the way, in both versions of Justice League, Snyder Cut and, and uh, the Justice theatrical version. It ends with them looking off in the distance, and then it, it goes to his farm. Ba- uh, Batman bought his farm back, and he's talking about, like, the Justice League. Like everyone's sitting around the table in his old mansion. Mm-hmm. So, guess what? That's where he started. Like, literally, yeah. just like start it right there. And start with The formation of the, like, the actual form the, the, um, genuine formal yeah. form, formation of the Justice League and their next, uh, big bad.
1: With a Superman, no, well, we we'll need to have a Superman centric movie with elements and pieces of the Justice League coming into it. Right. Yes. It's, you know, as a thing. Um, and so I see, yeah, you guys are over here saying Reeves and I, you know, I'm with you guys like, like I love Christopher Reeves, Superman. I go back and watch that and I just fall in love again. I just think that that's Mike. That's like the kid version of Superman. Mm -hmm. Like in my, you know, the, the child I was, the young man I was, that's like my Superman. And it took a long time, but there's something about this Henry Cavill Superman that, um, that I really enjoy his performances.
0: Yeah, I agree. Okay. Um, so uh, that leads us to Clip of the Week. And uh, you guys got to bear with me. I know not everyone here is uh, into video games or, or Dota. My, uh, my passion outside of making sweet, sweet content <clears throat> is, uh, is a game called Dota. And I, I have to share this, uh, amazing, <clears throat> this amazing story. So the international is going on right now. The international happens every year, and basically, it's a massive tournament where the best teams around the world get together and they uh, play this like uh, round robin style tournament until you get to the finals, and whoever's the best, it wins. And the first, the first, the uh, first place gets an insane amount of money. I like think last, I think last year it was like eighteen million dollars or something crazy out of a out of a prize pool of like fifty million dollars. It's really incredible the numbers it's the biggest tournament in the world uh hands down and very few people know about it but <clears throat> watching it this week there was this moment um where i, I actually know one of the people here and um, so i can talk about that and he's watching his team this man uh has sacrificed a lot to help coach this team and he's watching his team about to be eliminated they're about to be eliminated from the tournament. Now, if they win here, they go on to make a few million dollars minimum, and they get a shot at this big, giant, huge, massive prize. If they lose, um, they're not going to make enough to even to even justify the cost of being there. So this moment, this man is watching his team about to lose, and this is what happens. Watch the guy in the back right here. The Asian American now. What's happening right now is one of the characters, one of the main characters, literally survives with one HP to go on and eventually win the game. But look at the reaction of this guy right here. His name is Blitz. He's watching, he's watching his dreams unfold in front of, front of him right now. You are watching a man who was watching his dreams unfold. <laughs> Just lose it. And at some point, he's on the floor, literally crying. As That's i time going to be
1: if I ever win the World Series of Poker.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah. If listen, if even if even if I don't win, and I just see you win the World Series of Poker, I will be that guy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Same vice versa. Yeah. And mm. I, I'm going to cut this short, but at some point, he, like the camera literally goes to the to this character Blitz, and he's on the floor, and he's he's. He's so overjoyed because, you know, he actually sacrificed a lot uh, to get them to that point. And there was this moment where everyone thought they were going to be kicked, like they were going to be gone, like they were going to be axed out. They were going to lose, and that was it. That was the last of their run. And they just barely, by the skin of their teeth, if you know what HP is, that's hit points, one hit point. He had one hit point. He was almost dead. I mean, that was like, you can look in his general direction and he might die, okay? Um, so I really wanted to share that because we we often talk about entertainment stuff. And we also talk about a lot of angry stuff and rant of the week. We never really show. I, I don't think we've ever shown someone uh,
1: realizing their dreams in real time. So they went from potentially winning how much to winning how much?
0: They went from potentially losing. Okay. Uh, uh to, for to pretty much not even justifying the cost that it took them over the last year to get there. Okay. Winning that guarantees them around three million dollars profit
1: so so, you should be jumping for joy
0: so it's either we lose money or we make three million dollars all right it's like the lottery and the and the potential though they already got they've already gotten their bag but if they actually continue on this weekend to win it's a massive price pull
1: why didn't they have this when I was playing Donkey Kong in, like, 1986? Right? I'm just saying.
0: When I was playing Counter-Strike back in the late 90s, where was yeah. the $15 million, $50 million tournaments, guys?
1: Yeah, come on now.
0: So I Born wanted to waste your time, time with that. I know a lot of – very few people actually follow that, but I thought it was very very heartwarming seeing someone realize their dreams in real time and just wanted to bring you, bring you a part of my week. And that was – I you. experienced that week, and I experienced that. To be clear, at a very low point, I was having a hard day, and Shane knows exactly what I'm talking about. But toward the beginning of this week, uh, the reason why we didn't do streams and stuff is because our work got crazy, and a lot of really bad things happened in in succession in concession. know, I'm sorry, succession over and over, yep. over and over, yeah. and over <laughs> again. And I had to work like 20 24 hours straight just to you know solve problems, not actually just not to make money or to advance the channels and whatever just just to like just to get back to zero. And I was having a hard time. My mental health was really suffering and um you know I'm not like a really sensitive person, but I was I, my mental health was very really suffering. And then I saw I'm I'm watching this this I was watching the game and I saw that happen and man, watching someone who has put everything on the line for years get to that point and 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 have just just have the opportunity to get farther. It really really one of my heart. So I want to be. Wanted you had, you you had a win
1: for through him. You felt a win through him.
0: That's I did. Plus, I know the guy. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah, talked so to him, do. you know. So, yeah, feel just good. Win. OK, so what are we talking about next, dude? Oh, what's up, Matt Vader,
1: 74? Make sure you guys check out the Salty Nerd podcast. If you're rocking Saturday mornings and you're up early, not like me. Yeah. And Brian's on the show with those guys. Really great.
0: Yeah, me and the mats. I call it the mat show. <laughs> yes, that is actually a fun time. If you guys uh, are uh, up at 10 a.m. on Saturday, come check out the Salty Nerd. I should be up
1: at 10 a.m. What's wrong with me? All right.
0: Well, because you're up at like 6 a.m. every other day. That's true. Yeah. Well, you know what's next, Shane? It's what's the- next? It's the Weekly Terry. It's time for the Weekly Terry. It's time for nice. the Weekly Terry, boys and girls. Here we go. I need you to do it. Ready? Yeah. The Weekly Terry.
1: Showrunner for Picard Season
0: Three. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I, I actually had the opportunity to make a sound effect for that. And you know what? I was like, you know what? No, yeah, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> we'll just keep doing it this way. That's this, great. The, this is the way we this is what we do it now.
1: It's probably more entertaining actually. Uh, Terry was a little quieter this week on Twitter. We know he's uh, recovering from illness, so I hope you get better, Terry. And uh, and he'll get back to his crazy tweets. But we did learn some things from Terry Metallus this week. Uh, first off, we learned that he really likes The Handmaid's Tale <laughs> uh, TV show. He also really likes House of the Dragon, but then again, who doesn't? And uh, he was really been all in on that stuff. There was a funny tweet that came out this week where... Well, Matthew Perry apparently took aim at Keanu Reeves uh, in a variety article where he basically said, why is Heath Ledger dead? But Keanu Reeves still walks among us. I, th- I thought Matthew Perry was dead. Well, what's funny is the, the update to that article is that Matthew Perry's like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. I don't know why I said that. I like Keanu. A name just like popped in my head, but really it should be my name in that spot. That's what he said.
0: Yeah, I I, I didn't even know he was still alive. We're talking about the same guy well, who did like Friends, right? Friends, yeah, Friends. Yeah, he's so in a
1: few good movies. And
0: last time I saw him, I saw him like on a Friends reunion special, and he looked like he looked like one of those eighty year old guys who are still getting like facelifts. And he's like, "Hey, everybody, great <laughs> to see you. Great." I'm like, "Who is this person? Who is this monster in front of us?" Yeah, um,
1: he. I mean, funny guy. Uh, but Terry, <laughs> Terry's response to this was a. uh was Iron Man shaking his head kind of no, no bad idea, bad idea. <laughs> right, right. Um, we, we got some stuff. Uh, Terry really loves the music of Star Trek and a lot of stuff like that. He was talking about um, uh, a tribute to Star Trek six with enterprise leaving the space dock, And he said, we're going to be seeing some uh, w- when we watch Picard season three, we're going to be seeing some throwbacks to a lot of this old music so you know so stay tuned if you love the old Star Trek movies you're going to be there's going to be a sense of a feeling about some of those movies in this in this show
0: that's great 100%. like first contact that's what he's talking about he loves the music of first contact
1: do you remember that uh the 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 part in the movie where the Riker pulls up you know kind of rolls up and Riker says hello beautiful right oh, to the yes. titan, yeah. Titan you know so he references that line which is pretty cool it's great um if you guys remember this is actually pretty funny terry had put out a tweet uh a while back about amanda Plummer. he's actually done it twice this year like all the way back on december 2nd 2021 he put out an amanda Plummer appreciation tweet and then about two months ago not even two months ago maybe a month ago he put out another amanda uh plumber tweet uh and this was before we knew that Amanda Plummer was going to be in Star Trek Picard season three. Now, Brian and I knew she was going to yeah, be in Star season three. And so when he tweeted that out, we were kind of like, oh, Terry, look at you. Look at you. You're dancing on the edge, brother. You know, because he nobody knew. And it was a big secret. And he's kind of doing these Amanda Plummer, you know, this Amanda Plummer thing. And we're like, look at him standing on the, the edge of the knife right there. So uh, he he put out a tweet this week that basically said this aged well. Hashtag Star Trek Picard.
0: Yeah. I love this, by the way. I love this. uh, Oh, yes, that one. There you go. Amen on his ride home.
1: (laughs) Of course, it's Woody Harrelson smoking dope, right? Or smoking a cigarette.
0: (laughs) That was so true, though. When we did our review, I was like, (laughs) the most, one of the, that was one of the most, uh, I was like, I was, I was, I was worried, relieved, worried, relieved, worried. Oh my God, what the. And then, like, and then you didn't know how to feel. Like, like, right,
1: right. If you guys haven't seen House of the Dragon, we won't ruin it for you yet. But the very ending of the season finale is like, is stomach churning. Like, oh gosh. I mean, you go into season two kind of hoping, but also like stressed out a little bit. I don't know how to put it, but really great, uh, really great scene there.
0: Yeah. So we're going to have to wait for season two for that. And and if you want to see our review of the finale, uh, please come back on Sunday morning is when that's going to drop. Just so you guys know. Yeah. And Terry was
1: also really big on the visual effects. We talked about it a lot for the end of that show, but he got, he's got this great tweet here. He's like this, this exact time next year, we will still be waiting for house of the dragon season two. And he's got this thing (laughs) with Daenerys. Where are my dragons?
0: Where are my dragons?
1: I remember that. So everybody's going to be kind of like,
0: you know, wanting that back as soon as possible. I miss Daenerys, man. All right. Um, Also, uh, we got a story here that we're going to add into the Weekly Terry because it's just too good. And we first learned this information from Terry. Little tease for Picard Season 3. Riker versus Picard. (laughs) Fight. Fight. Dun, 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 dun. what's the what's the mortal Kombat music dun, uh, dun, 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 dun.
1: <laughs> i don't know it's intense though and yeah. there's a lot of blood a i remember when i was a, and
0: techno and blood yeah
1: when i was a teenager i'm like wow we can play this stuff it's like you could unlock blood
0: mode on on the sega genesis i remember yeah <laughs> all right so what what what's this about is there's a, this is actually teased in the panel and they they get into it here on us yeah it, it's like a so if, if you watch the New York
1: panel, which we've gone through uh, quite a few times, but it's interesting because we find out something that's going to happen in Picard season three that's totally different than anything we've ever experienced with uh, Next Generation. You know, Riker, for all intents and purposes, have been a good first officer. He follows orders uh, every once in a while. He pushes back, but for the most part, he does what he's told. Well, it looks like in Picard season three, that may not be the case. And it looks like these two are going to butt heads on decisions a lot more than has ever happened in the past. And it's, there's almost going to be what what seems to be like a swapping of the roles. Uh, Terry actually put out that um, it doesn't stop with Riker and Picard, just having a strong agreement tactically about what to do in a specific situation. They're, they're also going to be teasing that Picard and Riker's tension is rooted in their changed relationship. So Riker was once the student and Picard the teacher, but now Picard is on Riker's ship and must take the back seat to his old first officer. And uh, no doubt it's going to be difficult for, for Picard to simply accept a subordinate role to Riker. And Riker may experience his own misgivings about being put in a position to give orders with the old captain around to second him. So there's going to be a situation where, where they're at odds. What we can also tell you is there's going to be some fantastic situations where... Um, where it's almost comical, I think. Right, I yeah. think there's going to be like a, uh, situations we've never seen these two people in. Because you remember, in almost every situation that you see Riker and Picard in, it's some sort of action or mission-driven purpose. And now we're going to see them in, a, in almost a more, I wouldn't say relaxing situation, but more, un. You know, they're not at the helm. They're not doing something. They're going to be in other situations. I don't want to be specific about it. Yeah, we can't. Spoiler. but they're going to be doing things that are out of the ordinary from what we've seen. And it's going to be compelling in how we see them do it and how that makes us feel. And that might lead to some humor and some uncomfortableness. So, uh, it's going to be really great.
0: Yeah. Just, just to be clear they're they're not going to make out.
1: Okay. There's, I wasn't even thinking nothing that. sexual I'm about not it. Sure.
0: I'm, I, <laughs> I know that's where your mind it always goes there. Nothing, <laughs> nothing sexual about it. We're not going to be calling, uh, you know, they're not going to have like this special name, like, oh, what's going on next week on Piker? No, no, it's not going to be like that. Uh, <laughs> that just sounds wrong. Yeah. You know, think, 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 uh, think buddy Ricard. cops, you know, like buddy cops. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this has me fascinated, man. I got to be honest, because um, there is a way to do this and honor, you know, the, the legacy of John Luc Picard and have fun with it. And there's a way to do it where it doesn't and it's disrespectful. And that line is gonna be a damn near invisible line to not cross. And um I have faith in Terry Metallus, but I can totally see how this could uh piss some people off. You know, if it's done even slightly incorrectly, because if like if, if he's getting disrespected by all of his crew and all that. It might be a thing, or, or if it's done correctly, it'll be very endearing. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a tight tight one.
1: And we may not notice it because he's been pretty disrespected the first two seasons of Picard.
0: That's so true. On
1: every ship he's been on. So hopefully any growth in that way will make us feel better about right.
0: the situation. Right. All right. Well, that said, uh, that's about it. Listen, we have we're, we're trying to get even more content for the weekly Terry. So if you like this segment. Do me a favor, hit the like button on the way to the comment section. I, I thought you were going to say,
1: start tweeting Terry Metalis and ask him questions.
0: No, no, no. no. You, <laughs> I mean, we, we, if you have questions, put the questions in the comments below, and we, and we will, will get them her. to Terry. As long as they're reasonable. Not, I do not want to hear any of this. Oh, why are you ruining Star Trek? Okay, don't do that
1: just yeah, regular if you have
0: actual questions reasonable questions we will forward them along mm-hmm. to Terry and see if he answers you know can't promise yeah anything, and but...
1: if he does we'll we'll mention your name and say
0: this came from such and such person yeah and so hit that comment section let us know uh, and we'll uh, and we can't wait to see what what he says okay what's next man
1: oh I love this uh major you're right here we kind of saw the relationship in the future timeline of all good things you're right uh, Picard had shown up and he was no longer Riker was in charge you're right we've kind Of seen that relationship uh, To some degree but I think in Picard Season 3 it's going to be Even more different there's going to be more Like I think in all good things Picard kind of knew he wasn't In charge and I think In this situation we're going to find out There's a little bit more ambiguity In uh, in who's exactly In charge of this mission
0: Yeah, And we got a super chat from Atheist for the cause Five dollars thank you sir he asked, is Black Adam a superhero, mm. an anti-hero, or I'm sorry, is Black Adam a superhero, anti-hero, or super villain? I was getting mixed signals. Yes, sir. That is intentional. because an He would be defined best as an anti-hero, but to be clear, he is neither hero nor villain because he is from 5,000 years ago where those weren't defined. He is a slave that was Born of Rage. Remember, Born of Rage, which was pretty cool looking. He was given powers. His, his only... All he ever wanted to do in life was mm-hmm. to protect his family. He wasn't trying to protect Candon or whatever it's called. He wasn't trying to be a hero. He wanted to protect his family. his family. He lost his family. He lost his mind. He killed everyone, and the wizards put him to sleep. This guy isn't a bad guy, but he's also not a good guy. I would tell yeah. you, Black Adam is a regular person with godlike abilities. Yeah, he has no agenda.
1: Like, most superheroes have an agenda, or most supervillains have an agenda. He's just, he's simply existing and reacting to everything around him with, you know, imagine us being able to, like, stop somebody from going down the street, you know, stealing a car or something. We'd probably, like, overreact to that situation, because it's not something that we typically do.
0: Yeah, and to be fair, you know, um, everyone wants to believe that if they were given Shazam-like powers that they would um, be heroes, right? And some people probably think that they would be villains. But I got to tell you, in reality, uh, most of us uh, wouldn't be either. Like, if I had godlike abilities and someone threatened a single hair on my kid's head, I would probably overreact and burn the neighborhood down. I'd throw them to China. Right, I would throw him in China. Wouldn't It wouldn't be a question. Like Black Adam did, and that would technically be a super villain move, I guess. Um, but I also wouldn't probably spend any of my time trying to rescue people. I don't know. I'm just being honest. Um, if I, 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 it's probably good that I don't have powers. Do you want to know? You guys want to know why superheroes are the way they are? Right. I'll tell you why.
1: I'll tell you why. You probably thought of it. If You think about it for a second, you'll get it. When people started making comic books. They realized who would be reading them. And they, there's a responsibility to when you're talking to children. And, uh, you know, so superheroes kind of end up becoming this, this version of what we want them to be. But also there has to be this PG rating in a way. Now, yeah. over the years, they changed the comics to, you know, to have that more R rating or to do more realistic stuff. But in the beginning, that's what they were is people who were doing things for good Mm -hmm. because frankly speaking throughout history there's just been a lot of bad in the world right and it was just a way to balance that in fantasy you know even gunslingers of the old west the little dime novels were basically people who were villains that they had turned into good guys out there fighting for justice and justice in the west
0: yeah the original anti-heroes
1: yeah so it's like that's why super so if regular people had superpowers and you you upset them, they probably wouldn't be thinking, well, I need to make sure I'm really careful about how I do this. So they don't hurt anybody along the way. And it's just not the way human beings think when they're emotional or, you know, reactive. Yeah. I've
0: said that before, uh, that I'm, I'm going to be the best possible version of myself, uh, at all time, but I got to tell you, and then please, and don't do not test this. If someone hurts my kids, (laughs) don't test, don't test (laughs) this theory. If someone hurts my kids, I wouldn't, there wouldn't be rational thought in my head. There wouldn't be any, any any kind of rational anything. I wouldn't be thinking about how this can affect the future or what your kids would, would do when you were, you know, buried in the ground, uh, you know, six feet deep. I wouldn't care about any of that. I would react uh out of just primal rage. And so mm. I'm hoping that no one ever tests that because I I don't wanna know what happens to me or to you, you know? Mm. That that's, that's my take on it. And so that's actually why I think that black Adam is so compelling to me. And so fun because he's just sort of like, like I said, he just sort of is, he yeah, doesn't have a good that agenda. That. So it's great.
1: Art mage made a good point here. And this is hundred percent true. The comics actually started out more unhinged until the comics code came in. The heroes used to kill all the time. And so they got censored. That's right. So it would be after that, that our that the comics were more geared towards kids, but you're hundred percent. Right. That's, that's true.
0: Yeah, that's why I like a lot of those Westerns, um, Western movies and shows and comics even. Because you have, like, these bad guys who are, like, ah, they're <clears> sort <throat> of forced to be good guys because there's slightly worse people, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, like, okay, well, these guys are worse than me and, like, I don't like what they're doing and they they mess with my sense, They hurt my horse or whatever. And they, like, they, they become good guys because out of, out of, out of, more, less out of, like, moral obligation and more this guy's messing with my Mm. you know with my business it's more personal yeah right right, it's personal right and it's great mm. because when they when they do become good guys they realize how much more rewarding it is and they continue and it's i love those shows you know what's important about what you just said you know
1: if there weren't people fact checking the history of what you're talking about we would have no idea what you just said (laughs) was the truth the There's something about fact-checking that's important.
0: The segues are real. Thank you. Thank that you. was a gangster segue. <laughs> Let's oh talk about fact-checking. All right, ready?
1: Rant of the Week!
0: <laughs> this is the Rant of the Week. And today we are talking about fact-checkers. <laughs> Who check... Who is fact checking? The fact checkers, us. Who's watching the watchers? That age-old we question. Hmm. In in 1984, George Orwell, and I hate to bring this up, but in 1984, in that in that book, what were they called? What were they called? What were the, the baddies watchers. called? The watchers. Now, now, let's call them what they really are: the fact checkers. <laughs> the fact. Che- Ooh, okay. And um, I actually got this idea from uh, <laughs> M- Melissa Wagner. Uh, I saw a post where she equated those two. And I was like, you know what? It's a great point. It happened <clears throat> to come around the time I was reading this article on Newsweek. <clears throat> and it's incredible. So a lot of these websites have their own fact-checking department. Let's say Facebook, Twitter snopes politifact newsweek a lot of fact checking companies out there let's just say it's become a pretty big business to be fact checkers right right i would argue that if uh we had a monicum of respect and morality in in the news media uh, a fact checker would be not only redundant but offensive mm. okay yes And there's no politics here. Just to be clear, I don't agree or disagree with Ted Cruz. I don't even know Ted Cruz, and I'm not from Texas. Um, In fact, I actually think that, to be honest, when he talks, it sounds like somebody whining the whole time.
1: (laughs) I mean, I do know when it got cold there, he definitely left in the middle of it being very cold. Right. And they had no heat. Right. (laughs) He's like to pick up his daughter. Oh,
0: yeah. It's getting real cold, and there's no power. So. I better go to Cancun and uh, follow up on my kids real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. a little
1: questionable there, but that's okay.
0: It's like yeah, yeah. so again, I don't know, or I don't, I don't care. He, he's not, he's not, he's not one of my politicians. Like when we talk about Nancy Pelosi or Governor Newsom, like we're we have a lot of visceral because we're actually in California dealing with their their the bad jobs that they do. But Ted Cruz, I don't know if he's doing a good job or a bad job. Don't know. Do not care. I do think he's he's a little bit of a goober, and I, I we know about that whole heat thing, which which was at the very least uh, suspect. Right. I'm pretty sure he has small hands. Somebody said once. And I someone, and yeah, I think, yeah, someone somebody, said he had small hands. I don't know
1: small hands, but I don't, I don't know why, I don't know how that has anything to do with
0: politics, anyway. But it's hilarious. <laughs> also, uh, why did he grow a beard? To hide his chin. And to make him look less like the Zodiac killer. <laughs> I
1: thought he looked like, you know, like a wish version of Robin Williams. <laughs>
0: like like that's how I see him. Like a like like, discount Robin Williams? Yes, that's that's look, it. Look, we're making fun of Cruz Cruiser now, but here's him. No, um he was on a a show recently. He was on a show with The View. I think it was called The View, right? Is that with all the the ladies? It's all the <laughs> Okay, never mind. That's all you needed to do. (laughs) It's a show where it's a lot of. Okay, good. good. Just a bunch of old ladies yelling and screaming at uh, usually their guests or each other and honestly just spouting nonsense. Like, I I I only watch this because of the story. I've never seen an episode of this show. Oh, whoopie's on that show. Whoopie's on that show. Oh, God. Whoopie's on that show. Barbara Wawa. Yeah, she. Let me tell you something. This is how you make a perfect, uh, the most hilarious TV show you could possibly make where they don't know they're being funny. You take uh, five women, um, or men, but in this case five women, who have very little talent currently. They're they're past their uh, prime in Hollywood to get those big gigs. They have no actual qualifications to talk about what they're talking about, but you give them a mixture of ups or uppers and wine, and let them talk. Uppers uh, and downers. <laughs> That's what it is. It's it, they're 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 chasing Adderall with boxed wine, and they just talk about things they don't know anything about for an hour and, and a half. Nothing
1: wrong with boxed wine, by the way. What? There's nothing wrong with boxed wine.
0: No, no, but way. there is a problem with chasing Adderall with boxed wine. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> so, what's the what happened here? So he basically goes on the show and and they're arguing about something i don't care but he states that antifa burnt u s cities for a year now mm. i don't know what year you were born you were you were in but uh that that actually that pretty much did happen uh between antifa and b l m and the riots following george the george floyd death um yeah u s
1: what? So, maybe that's why it's false because, you know, well, that's the problem with fact checking, right? No, no,
0: not exactly, though. This is what they say exactly. So, between the two, yeah. So, is it false because he said Antifa and not uh, BLM? What? Well, no, because they actually answer that question. They say the Antifa riots t- Cruz referred to are almost certainly the protests which followed George Floyd's death, which was the Black Lives Matter protest, right?
1: I mean,. We think Antifa fueled those riots. I think, right? Yes,
0: the, yes, the they people. added to them. Now, yes, mm-hmm. I guess I guess Ted Cruz could have specified Antifa and BLM or whatever, but he I, I'm sure he didn't want to bring up BLM on that panel and get lambasted, so he didn't. probably not. Yeah. So what he said was that most of these occurred, and this is what the fact checkers say: most of these occurred between late May to early June. Although many buildings were damaged or destroyed by fire during protests, this did not carry on throughout the whole, throughout the year. While protests did continue in Portland, Oregon for nearly a year. For nearly a year, okay. That was that was in Antifa involved. Yes. Right. Yeah, that fueled by Antifa. Yeah. According I to think media they actually held like something, a
1: government facility they, there for no, no. forever.
0: They held a portion of the city. Right. Are, are we are we forgetting Thing. It was like an occupying force. Is this, yeah. how are we forgetting this? Okay, But I guess
1: they weren't burning the city the whole time. But, they, so like, but the majority of the time, I'm sorry. That's why the fact checked is like, you know, when you look at it, you see false. But if you don't read this, you're, you know, because you're right. If you don't say something specifically, if you say, you know, if he had said, uh, rioting burnt U.S. cities for almost a year, they couldn't make this false. But because he used the word Antifa and then for a year, like to the specific, they're able to do this if they have an agenda. Right. Is that what you're talking about? Well, no,
0: I I think it's the uh, so part of the agenda is like so they 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 are nitpicking a year versus like. Eight months, ten months, or whatever. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's but then they're also they're also saying labeling the protest as Antifa riots is misleading, as there is no organization or group known as such. So, technically, you're right; there is no official Antifa organization. So, and i I think I, I think that it would have been way more accurate to say uh, BLM and not Antifa, because even I though. Antifa is like this sort of like just general claim by people. I don't I don't think there is a formal organization. However, there is a formal BLM organization um, with actual yeah. like tax records and like it's an actual former. It's a formal com- com- organization. Yes, it is. It would it's have been more official- accurate for him to say BLM and not Antifa, um, but it doesn't matter. So pe- what he said was not yes. It was not hundred percent accurate. There was things that he said in that that you know, maybe it was 10 months and not a full year. Maybe it wasn't exactly Antifa. Maybe it was BLM. Maybe it was people that had the same um, opinions. It doesn't matter. What he said on this on this short segment on a TV show was was pretty damn accurate. But what the fact-checking gave us was a total false reading. And most yeah, people aren't going to read this.
1: They're cherry-picking the facts that's what it is there you know and that's why i'm saying you can no matter what anyone says you can make it a false statement if you want by just cherry picking what they say or taking it too literal you know it's right. still you know though you know what the problem is our world is is opinion based everybody has an opinion and that's all that we report on now so you know the fact that we had riots and that Antifa people who see themselves as Antifa tried to fuel them and keep them going and specifically went to uh, events during the year that they could help start a riot. And that the BLM organization was behind the rioting and that, you know, the p- real people who rioted are p- are just regular people who are just tired and in that place at that time. And, right. you know, we're we're suffering as a result of it. And they end up being f- inflamed or fueled by these people. And you can't say all of that in a sentence and then try to fact check it. Uh, there needs to be some sort of reasonableness. Like when they talk about this in here, they should talk about the things that are true. What Ted Cruz said
0: of right. what he said is true instead of patently finding a way to make everything false. And that's what this is about. OK, right. so what they say here is false. The claim is demonstrable false. So what Jeremy Sanders said, said in the chat here is, is correct. Um, who is their president? How do I become a member? What's right You're right. No, you're completely right. The Antifa is not a formal organization. Um, Antifa, the term has been determined by the state as a terrorist thing or something, but it's not. He also states, um, people forget that the Minneapolis riot was started by white supremacy through rock and on his own. Yes. No, no. There has been a lot of impass- passionate, inflamed people on both sides of this going nuts. But the problem yeah. we're talking about today is not... If BLM is bad or Antifa is right. bad or, um, what is the other? Uh, or, or white, not white, national, not Nazi white nationalists, but the other ones, the MAGA boys or whatever they're called.
1: <laughs> oh, the the oh yeah, what are they? The uh, old oath, ones, oath keepers, right? oath keepers. Okay, right? whatever. I don't. Whatever. Know. I don't
0: follow all that. Yeah, whatever they're called, we're not we're not saying. The Pride
1: boys, right? The proud proud, Boy, proud boys. Proud boys. Yes.
0: You know what's funny is proud boys sounds like a segment of the gay pride parade. <laughs> you know what I mean? They were the, the prideful of the proud. Yes. I guess. Yeah. It's like, it's like, okay, everybody. And now welcome the proud boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So
1: yeah, there's definitely in, in on
0: both sides. I think in this case, we're just simply saying, yeah, that the problem is the fact checkers. They, the yeah. they put this as totally false. They completely glossed over all the facts of, of, of what he said or what he meant. And, then, and at the very least, this fact-checking report should have been unverified or needs context
1: or or, is, or somewhere in the middle. And also, this is just a sample of many fact-checking things right. that we come across where this happens. It isn't this one event that we're talking about fact-checking in general. It happens very consistently that whatever site or organization leans in that in whatever political direction tends to check the facts in that direction. We need like honest fact And no matter what anybody says or what anybody does, they just simply list the facts of what occurred and, and, and reports it like Walter Cron- Cronkite did. That's all just give us the facts and then let us figure it out because we really need that in this. We need it now. It's hard to know what happened, right? You know, I wish somebody would dedicate themselves to just saying the truth no matter how it looks to one side or the other
0: yeah and and that's the thing. the thing is that's why I would argue um, <laughs> fact checkers you can have fact checking companies, but the po- someone's post or website or video or or whatever should not be either promoted or throttled based on the fact checking yes,
1: uh, very true, very true. And that happens as well. You know, if you're fact-checking not the way that Google wants you to fact-check it, then you may not get the views you would
0: have gotten otherwise. Right. And so look at this real quick and go, who really has the power here? These random faceless people running one of three fact-checking organizations of which at the very least two of them lean extraordinarily one way. And they are in... They are controlling the safety and measure of Twitter and Facebook, and they are promoting um, post or 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 throttling posts based on what they think or what they is, what what they are deciding is fact or fiction. That is the definition of of censorship, and it's it's not pure censorship. It's like shadow censorship. It's like remember on Reddit right. when you got shadow banned and you didn't even know it. Right. And here's the problem with that. Who is deciding who these people are? Who is governing these people? What, what, who is, who is in charge of these organizations that are deciding what you see or what you don't see? That's a problem. And I don't care what side of the aisle you're on or how you, what you believe. I believe everyone wants to be able to get all the information and not just what somebody you've never met is determining you are allowed to see. That is unbelievably uh, terrifying to me. And that is the
1: challenge that we go through in the future over the next decade. That's going to be, I think the challenge for humanity is how do we, how do we look at this big internet culture, this world culture that we've created and make it so that everybody can participate without some sort of control or, or shutting down or tribalism occurring because the internet should not be a tribalistic community. It just needs to be free.
0: Right. So. Yes. I, I miss the old days where and I know as I'm about to sound like a boomer right now, but I really miss the old <laughs> wild, wild west of the, of the internet when it was like, what did WWW stand for? Oh, wild, wild west. You can. Right. Now, there was some bad stuff on that internet too, To be fi- to be clear. There needs to be some kind of governance, but like we can't go so far one way that I mean, oh man, sometimes it's sad sometimes I'll see people that bang the drum for years on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or YouTube or whatever, and they just have no reach whatsoever, and they're like actively trying it's because they they say the wrong things, and there are people and, and those organizations don't want them to be seen and that's sort of sad. Um, real quick, uh, the pr- uh, Archmage Frey, the Proud Boys sound like they want to go watch Bros. Yes, <laughs> it does sound like that. Oh, Jeremy Snyder, read the beginning of the Proud Boys. Their founder Gavin McGuinness, who I think is funny, uh, stuck a redacted up his bottom on a live stream. <laughs> That's what it is. The Proud Boys are proud. <laughs> <laughs> Hey dude, Archmage, you can't say BlackRock in here and us not and us and this video gets seen by anybody. That's it. All right, it just got clamped. <laughs> <sighs> oh yeah, the GeoCities and Angel Fire websites. I remember that. That was or, or MySpace. Remember MySpace when like you can enter oh, yeah. your own HTML and CSS and Yes. I would that go was to, fun. I would go to a page and I'd have an instant like seizure from like all the flashing GIFs just being thrown in my face at the same time. <laughs> anyways listen hit the subscribe button the way to the comment section tell us what you guys think about this how do you feel about fact checkers how do you feel about the watchers is there someone watching the watchers would you like to know because I would and I feel like everyone should be, a, be aware of this issue the fact that we have no idea who or what the fact checkers are they could be lizard people from the planet Venus we wouldn't even know man that would be totally crazy. That was a Alex, Alex Jones joke right there. It sounded like Obama. Weird. No, it did not. It did not. I take <laughs> Alpha GPC to protect myself from the, from the lizard people from the planet Venus. <laughs> They're in control. They're all the fact checkers. You know that. They didn't. You know that. We all know that. Now take my Alpha GPC. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good raw rant. That was good. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I the mean, thing about raw brands, like like we wanna do them, but we also don't we want it to be something that we actually care about, but we don't want it to be like something that gets everyone angry. It needs to be something that is a real problem that general people have a problem with, right? Or or general yeah. people have 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 a question about. It shouldn't be It's weird yeah. It shouldn't be a minimal thing where like, oh, only this handful of people are affected by this problem, you know.
1: Yeah, no, it needs to be an awareness thing and it also needs to be something topical. Like, you know, we want it to be something that's actually happening in the world right now. So, and I think that's a good a good one.
0: All right, speaking of that, uh it is this week with Tim Ross. <laughs> oh gosh.
1: This came to us very Wait, wait, wait. Very, let me do it again. Definitely.
0: This week with Tim Russ, a.k.a. Tuvok from Star Trek Voyager.
1: There's nothing better than when people who are on the same TV show fight with each other. Mm -hmm. Like, we just don't get to see it very often. But we had this nice moment here on Twitter. Um, It happened about four days ago. And as we know, Tim Russ, who played Tuvok on Voyager, is very political. Super (laughs) duper duper left wing political right and although less so robert beltran who played chakotay uh is pretty much on the right hand side of things so when these two giants clash twitter things happen so brian tell us what happened here
0: yes tim russ posted uh an image that says your daily reminder that fascism is much worse than inflation (laughs) 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 and i guess technically he's right sure um Such a lovely thing to say. Yeah, I mean, I guess fascism is definitely worse than inflation. Like it's like it's like saying like listen uh-huh. uh, uh, the children dying is is worse than not being able to go to McDonald's. Getting less getting less chips in your <laughs> in your flaming hot bag. Yeah. Yeah, I'm aware of that. Yeah. <clears throat> um <laughs>
1: wait wait so what he's saying is and I love this because what Tim is saying here is that the Democrats are taking responsibility for inflation as long as the Republicans remember that they're fascists.
0: Right. That's kind much. of what he's
1: saying here. Right. Yeah. So what did
0: Robert say? Robert Beltran, AKA Chicote, says, Oh, two reasons not to vote Democrat. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> okay. Uh, I so didn't, I didn't even realize it was him when I first saw that tweet. I'm like, Oh, that's sort of funny. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's Chicote. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny because he kind of cleans it up a little bit. Like He says, couldn't resist taking the Mickey out of my old buddy in jest. Inflation is hurting millions of people and fascism can prosper when you have a uniparty, neither Democrat nor Republican governed unchecked. The American people are smart enough to sort out what is best for them. That's Robert Beltran cleaning that up because the reality is, I don't know how Robert sits exactly, but that's the answer that's appropriate. Like, both sides can be responsible for fascism and you actually can look, depending on what side of the aisle you're on, you can look from a Republican point of view or a democratic point of view and look at the other side and go, Oh, they're fascists. Right. Like, like you can almost see how both sides are fascists. Right. Well, I mean, I would,
0: I would argue that fact checkers are fascist.
1: Right. Yes. And, and we don't know exactly who they are, but yes, we have no idea who they are. We have no idea. But, okay. they, you know, whoever has control or authority and tries to make it authorita- authoritative, since the Democrats want to have, you know, the media is lined up behind them, that's very fascist in a way. And, of course, maybe the rhetoric of the right, the far right, is very, uh, has its own, le- you know, elements of fascism. So it's kind of funny, depending on what side you're on, you're basically pointing this at the other people going, you know, no, no you're fascist. No, no, you're fascist. You know, and it's kind of like this dumb thing. Like, now, no, no, in history, there were
0: in history, they were actual fascist.
1: Right. Yeah. Hitler was fascist. Mussolini was fascist. Th- these are people who right. were actually fascist. And it's just an easy word to throw around. It's like calling. It's another way of calling someone a Nazi. I mean, basically. So, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You know, which is, you know, still a bad word all these years later. So and for good reason. Um, But yeah, I just thought it was funny that that they kind of butted heads. You don't see this very frequently uh, no. on Twitter. And so we felt like we needed to highlight it. We need to seriously consider a weekly Tim Russ uh, segment for, because he's, his tweets are something else, man. Just
0: (laughs) Robert Beltran is like really talking a lot in here too. He's like, we Americans are sometimes stuck with leaders we disagree with. We have elections that change their situations. I'm either, I'm neither Republican or Democrat, conservative or liberal. Vote as you see fit. We have the freedom of thought in our country. Gotta be honest, that's a, I'm sort of, it's pretty much my 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 uh identification too. So,
1: well, he's reasonable. <laughs> right. Be careful, you reasonable people out there, because you won't be listened to. So.
0: Right. Yes. Yes. And yeah. and, and you know what? Look at it. Hey, uh, Beltran has significantly less. Sorry, Beltran has significantly less followers, and he ain't working. Uh, Tim mm. Russ is is still working. So. He's a voice actor mostly now. Oh, i see um yeah so we should probably consider let us know guys do you guys want a tim russ unleashed weekly segment
1: you know what we should do instead of a tim russ one we should just do a legends of star trek weekly twitter section
0: <laughs> where we go through and
1: find like the wackiest tweets from every person who used to be in star trek bro it
0: will not be hard you know it, it won't not- be hard that would yeah. be
1: fun let's do that yeah.
0: Yeah. The weekly.
1: Wait, wait, wait. wait. The Uh, weekly wackly
0: Star Trek characters on Twitter, (laughs) (laughs) your legacy tweets
1: or, you know, whatever. I don't
0: know. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what is next? My friend, I can close Twitter now.
1: What's going on over here. Let's see. Robert Beltran was just in the new episode of Prodigy, which dropped today. You're right. He is doing voice work for Prodigy. Oh, Um, Fantastic. Legends of Star Trek, please. See, I'm telling you, that's the one right there. Tuvok would be fun. Like Tim Russ would be fun because he's crazy, right? But, the, but I think doing a weekly segment would be great.
0: The because Legends of Star
1: Trek weekly tweets. Thank because, you, Anthony Mark. Because he's
0: crazy. <laughs> <laughs> because they're nuts. Um, everyone except Shatner and and Beltran unleashed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, speaking of which, uh, a quick follow-up to our $1 billion fine for Alex Jones. Now it's $1 trillion.
1: Oh, I know, right? It's like,
0: keep adding to the next level. Guys, I thought I was reading it wrong, or it was a typo. Because they're asking him to pay half of the national debt.
1: <laughs> Whoa. No, they're far away from that, but yeah. <laughs> it's starting to feel that way, that's for sure. It Wouldn't it be great if one person can pay off the national debt and get us out of trouble? Right. Oh, Elon,
0: pers- I like the idea, Anthony. Personal logs. Okay. Yeah,
1: nice. Yeah. Personal logs from Star Trek alumni. Okay, I like right. it. We'll work on it. We'll work on it based on some of the stuff you guys gave us here.
0: I, I, I really want to see. I, I, we haven't seen anyone's reaction yet to this $1 trillion thing with I'm like surprised.
1: It's um, hard to react to anything with Alex Jones, to be honest with you. It's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. But a trillion dollars, that's
1: what if they said a zillion dollars? Do you think anything? <laughs> right.
0: Like, you know what? Like what
1: are Looney tunes? Let's
0: just go on a gazillion dollars. At this point, it doesn't matter. There's no effing way on the planet. This guy is paying back a trillion dollars. Right, so make right. it whatever you want. Let's call him 45 gazillion Zarka Bucks.
1: I think and it's it- funny that somebody can pay a zillion dollars or, or a trillion dollars <laughs> and not actually physically do anything to someone. <laughs> like say a bunch of bad mm-hmm. things, true, and do some terrible thing and have you know have terrible things because you said it. Yeah, I get it. But holy cow, talk trillions. about wanting to like just destroy free speech. Like this must be an agenda, like using this hyper you know, ridiculous one thing that occurred in our history to like crush this and then maybe find a way to crush free speech as well. What are the people who want to crush free speech thinking?
0: I'm like, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> if Alex Jones claims trillion a trillion dollars of student loan, it will be forgiven. Boom, game the system. <laughs>
1: Biden be like, yeah, okay.
0: You're right. Damn it. You got this. <laughs>
1: No, it's true. I just don't understand. Like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't people like, like you hear all the time, like people on the far left don't really want free speech or they want speech that's, that's proper. They don't want anybody to say anything bad or whatever, you know, or so, but at what point do you have to realize that, you know, in order for speech to be free, you have to be able to accept some bad things. I used to say when I was in the military, you know, I'd see people burning the American flag and I'd be like. I support you burning the American flag because that's why I fight so that you can make those decisions. Right. That's why I'm in the military so that you can be free enough to do that because there are some countries where they would have hung your ass. Right. So, but not this one.
0: Right. No, I, you I, know, I, I would argue a, a lot of countries, <laughs> not, not just some, Well,
1: that's of them. what I'm saying is like most countries in the world wouldn't allow you to do that right. to their, to their flag. They would kill you. Right. But in this country you can. So the less freedom, the you know, the more you try to take away freedom, the less you're going to be able to be saying, you know, taking away other people's freedoms. So.
0: Right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it, it it must be that that the trillion dollar thing must be. Hey, you know what? Look, everyone, look at this. Stop talking. Yeah, you know that they. Yeah. they it's an anti-free speech thing, really. It's like they they they're making a a massive example of the dude. Atheist is right. The gun manufacturer settled for 70 million. Alex got 1 billion. And then now they want to make it a trillion. trillion. Matt Vader, I'll write a check.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they can write. It won't be cashed, but yes, I can can write
0: You can cash it in the year 3087.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's when inflation will be worth it. Like my my $10 in my account will be worth $1 billion.
0: Right. right. Well, yeah, inflation. You ever see those like um like those those smaller countries in like Africa when like they have really bad inflation, they the dollar amounts on their bills are Oh
1: I've been there. Yeah. No, I've been to I've been to places where like literally in Venezuela, right? I'm pretty sure I had like a million dollars to like my one dollar. Right. And I'm like, whoa, these bills are huge. This has a million dollars. They're like, yeah, yeah, that's like fifty cents. You <laughs> right. can go buy a porta. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, man. It's like a Coke and a torta for two you could million. You buy a
0: dollar. Coke and a torta for two hundred million dollars.
1: <laughs> True, it's crazy. I still got them. I got like a bunch of them. I'll drag them out one time. I got the money. It's not worth it. Yeah,
0: Jeremy's right. If Alex Jones would have defended himself during the trial, the settlement would have been about. Would have Yeah, but he didn't. Yeah, I don't know he why. made a mistake. Just like he makes a lot of mistakes. He though. makes a lot of mistakes. Let's let's see. As yeah, for sure. All right, man. Let's uh let's move on. Speaking of a man. Who uh, makes less mistakes? And oh, this segue was bad. I'm sorry, Jesus. Wait, no, you you got it. You got this. Okay, let me try it again. <clears throat> okay, go do it again. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Speaking of a man who makes less mistakes. Oh, I screwed it up. James Gunn is now the new lead of DC movies. <laughs> dun
1: dun dun. I mean, could this be a better thing to happen to DC? I like if you told me there's like five things that could happen to DC. Like uh, it could get its own theme park, or you know, Jesus would come back or something. Number three might be James Gunn is now in charge of DC movies.
0: Yes, for us, like we we are stoked that first off. DC Studios has an actual studio now. The fact that that yeah. wasn't the case two years ago is like beyond stupid to me. But now James Gunn and Peter Safran have <laughs> been, and Peter Safran have been, they are now the leads of DC Studios. And to be clear, Peter Safran will be handling the business side of it, and James Gunn will be handling the creative side of it. Brilliant. Yes. For for us, it's great. A lot of people don't like this.
1: Let's give some some backstory a little bit real quick, because so Marvel's success, as most people know, is really because uh, Kevin Feige came in and and kind of harnessed the universe and said, this is what we're going to do to be successful. Mm -hmm. And DC has never had that. And we've been kind of saying for years, DC needs a Kevin Feige when this needs to happen. So that way they can organize, have a plan, go forward. And and so what it looks like they're doing here is James Gunn. And listen, you got to understand, if you're not familiar with James Gunn's work, just let's go back to Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, those, those movies are fantastic. He's done a great job with them. Let's take a look at, you know, the Peacemaker series he's doing for DC. Let's look at The Suicide Squad. You know, um, James Gunn is a successful movie maker, TV show maker, whatever you want to call it. He has a vision and he has fun, right? He What did he say? I cannot believe they let me do this on this TV show. Talking about Peacemaker. Yes. He was blown away that they just let him do what he wanted to do. And guess what? When you let him do what he wanted to do, what was it? Fun, exciting, yeah. excellent. So maybe that will translate if they let him do what he wants with DC maybe we'll get that same experience.
0: Yes, and if you haven't seen Peacemaker, you are missing out. Okay, it's very good. Good show. Uh, Yeah, no, I I completely agree. And I I, I almost... I love the fact that you're going to take Peter Safran, who is well-versed in the business of movies. The guy is actually very... um, Having worked with James Wan on like The Conjuring and a bunch of these Mm. horror movies that cost didn't cost very much to make, but made a m- bunch of money. Right. You, know, you look at this guy on paper, man, this guy knows how to move numbers in the right direction, right? Mm. So I can totally see them going, okay, Peter Saffron, you handle the business, you handle the budgeting, you make it happen. And James Gunn, you handle the creative. I gotta be honest, if anyone's gonna handle the creative in a positive way, I think it's gonna be James Gunn. Um, and I... And we were saying this like two weeks ago. We're like, look, I don't know what James Gunn's doing over there, but he should be the head of DC Studios.
1: We did. We did say that. And they also, they've been hinting towards a little bit, but, you know, there was one project they were doing. I just want to point out really quick here that I am disappointed about. They were doing a Wonder Twins movie. (laughs) And I really want that somehow.
0: Come on. Are you joking? Yes,
1: I do. I want to see Wonder Twins activate form of an ice shield and a monkey carrying it. I just, I need that somehow. Get, so, okay.
0: First off, yeah. s-
1: stop. I, I'm serious. Stop. I, I love the wonder twins okay. growing up. All
0: right. All right. There is no way, but out. but wait, I also liked Aquaman. So maybe it's me. There's no way you do the wonder twins in any way that makes <laughs> any sense. <laughs> I know. I know realistically you can't, but there is a part
1: of me. The child in me wants to see this, a uh, feature version of the wonder twin powers for sure.
0: Wonder twins power <laughs> activate form of a puddle.
1: You know, if they do it right, they could actually sneak it into the justice league.
0: They could do it. I mean, maybe it'll maybe, be down the ro- down the line. Maybe James Gunn can include them as like some background thing the way he did with Howard the duck. Well,
1: see, the, see. That's the thing is James. And this is why I mention it because James Gunn can make something like that. Good. I mean, who would have thought Peacemaker could be any good, right? There's a lot of, you know, the Suicide Squad characters. How could they be good? I mean, he did it, right?
0: So hey, look at that
1: that rat thing or uh, whatever. It was. To be fair, to
0: be yeah. To be fair, the the rat guy was pretty much just a joke, but right. to be fair, he did make Polka Dot Man, right? Who was a ridiculous and stupid character somehow you. cool. And he made them not just cool, but he gave him like a backstory that made him sort of endearing. And like, you cared about him to a degree. It was very, yes. very hard to do. I get that. But even James Gunn can't save the Wonder Twins. James Gunn, Wonder Twin me. No. Let's go. No, uh, that's just my wish list. Okay, And look, you know what? And you know cool what? Matt Vader's right. No yeah. one loved the Wonder Twins. Well, I just said I did, Matt. So obviously you're wrong.
1: (laughs) So that's not true. And look, Orville Nation here, if if you want to bring in pound for pound, Maria and PJ are starring in the Wonder Twins movie. Oh, God. Someone fact check Uh, that. Someone get Newswick
0: to fact check that.
1: (laughs) It'll be depending on who, if you like or don't like Wonder Twins, whether or not it's a good fact check.
0: Uh, One more thing on this before we we, uh, move. The search has officially ended, this is what Hollywood Reporter says, as the Hollywood Reporter reveals that Gunn and Saffron are set to lead Warner Brothers Discovery's DC Studios. And this is the important part. DC Studios will now also officially replace the DC Films division. Gunn's will focus heavily on the creative side while Saffron takes on the business responsibilities. So we're talking about TV shows, movies, animation, all being ran by Gunn. That's
1: huge, man. That is huge. Uh, are we going to talk about the Batman
0: rumor while we're here? You want to talk about it in this clip?
1: Is it a separate story?
0: It's not a separate story, right? Yeah, I wasn't going to talk about it because it was a rumor, but we can bring it up. Let me, let's finish I mean, this. I, I, let's, yeah. Let's, well, no, let's mention it in here because I think it's important with what Gunn's doing. Okay. I'll mention it at the end. Okay. Um, this is exactly what uh, they say. We are honored to be stewards of these DC characters we've loved since we were children. We look forward to collaborating with the most talented writers, directors, and actors in the world to create an an integrated, multi-layered universe that that still allows for the individual expression of the artist involved. Okay? I love that. Our commitment to Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Harley Quinn, and the rest of the DC stable of characters is only equaled by our commitment to the wonder of human possibility these characters represent. We are excited to invigorate the theatrical experience around the world as we tell some of the biggest, most beautiful, and grandest stories ever told.
1: By the way, James Gunn did not write that. <sighs> yeah, I know.
0: You, I know. You know, you know how, you know how we, we know that? Why there's there should be like twenty five curse words for that many <laughs> for that large that for that long of a statement. There needs to be at least twenty five curse words for that to be a James That's Gunn fair. statement.
1: Yeah. I used to get paid to write stuff like this. So I just, I know what it sounds like when it's propaganda, but it's good propaganda. It's great propaganda. And, uh, and I will tell you that it's, it's great to hear this because you want to hear that these characters are going to be a part of it. You didn't see in here, Batgirl, Supergirl. Um, you know, these are stable of characters. And, uh, now that we know that we we're getting Henry Cavill back as Superman, the you know, and we haven't lost Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, which is good, and we haven't lost Jason Momoa as Aquaman. There are rumors floating around, wait, wait, wait.
0: but we Go are ahead. definitely losing Ezra Miller as the Flash. But that's okay. And he doesn't even have clear, his own movie yet. You're about to talk about Ben Affleck, but he hasn't actually left. He's still doing cameos in both but of these
1: upcoming movies. True, but he's indicated that yeah. So, anyways, I'm just saying like the fact that there are rumors that. That they're working on a three movie deal for and Ben that's Affleck, the news. right? Batman. You know the fact that they're talking about this and that James Gunn's taking over and that that they've trying they're trying to re put put DC back on track. And they started with Henry Cavill, Black Adam. Henry Cavill. Now, if the fact that they are going to sign Ben Affleck to a trilogy of Batman movies, which I think is a good thing, is a yeah. really good thing, yeah, is just more so, so, uh, solidification if this becomes true that we're heading in the right direction and we just need to continue on with the actors and actresses playing the roles that we currently have for DC and just continue to grow it and make it stronger.
0: Yeah. This, yeah, this totally gets my blood pumping in the right direction. I got to tell you this. um, This is a rumor. Okay. Just to be very clear, it's a rumor and it's actually uh, connected to uh, someone we've talked about before, YouTuber Sal or Sly, or I can't pronounce his name. Sil. Um. Now, to be fair, we were really hard on Sill a few weeks ago or a month ago, and he actually ended up being right.
1: Well, right, and he's been right about things before, and I don't know if it's just luck. I mean, in, in a way we almost could say we were right about a lot of things. We're talking about we think these things are going to happen, but it, was, it would have been just been a guess. But this guy's got a pretty good track record, and him saying this uh, lends a little more credibility than just wishful thinking
0: for And this it. is what he says. It seems as though Ben Affleck is going to get to play Batman in a new trilogy if this new report is to be believed or correct. According to Geeksocity, Max Sutton, Ben Affleck has signed on for three more Batman movies. He revealed during an appearance with, with on Sills channel this sounds like we're going to be in for a pretty fun time. So until now, it has been known that Affleck will be playing Batman again in the Flash movie and then it was revealed that he'd be playing the Dark Knight again in Aquaman. It seems as though Affleck has caught the Batman bug again. And let's be real. If this is not rumored, let's say this is a total fact. It's not that Affleck caught the Batman bug, okay? It's that the old regime is gone. The toxic Mm. regime that he didn't want to work with anymore that screwed him because his his first deal was I come do your Batman versus Superman movie and I sign in a contract to do your Justice movie but I get to make my own Batman movie. right? And then they... Pulled the rug off from this dude. Yep, you're right. They're, he 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 fulfilled his part of the contract, and what did they do? Ah, uh, M- Matt Reeves is going to do his own thing now. It's not going to involve you. I'm sorry, <clears throat> uh, that is illegal. But you know, they're a billion dollar company, and I'm sure there was all kinds of loopholes. So he they they rug pulled Ben Affleck, and Ben Affleck said, "I'm done playing Batman." Now. Then his buddy Zack Snyder called and said, Hey, bro, I need you to come back for these reshoots for the Snyder cut. They're giving me an insane amount of money for no reason to do this. Hook <laughs> me up.
1: To, make the, to shut the fans up. That was the reason. To right,
0: do right. And he came back because his friends were Snyder. In fact, Snyder got all his friends back to come back to do reshoots. And then David Zaslov, the tornado, the Zazman, Discovery <laughs> buys Warner Brothers and it turns into WMD. And they completely take over and they ax the majority of the existing staff regarding DC. Now it's a completely different regime who is who, who making these public statements like, why is Superman not in movies? Why is DC not of its own studio? Why has this been so poorly managed? They are making the statement that this has been poorly managed. I am sure him, Ben Affleck, being a pretty smart guy, can go, hey, listen, maybe I can actually make my Batman movie and maybe they're going to offer me enough money to do so. In fact, it's possible that with this James Gunn news and with with, with what was accomplished with Henry Cavill there, I have, I have a, I would bet, I would bet on this actually being coming true. If like, if I had to give it a a percentage chance, I would say, yeah, probably 70% chance that there's at the very least will be a Batman movie.
1: Well, and here's the problem. It's going to be weird if there's not, let's just face it. If you have all the other characters and you don't have this version of Batman back, you don't have the, the Batfleck. you know, it's going to be a little weird trying to do a justice league movie without him initially. Um, it, I just feel like it, it feels like it's, everything's heading in that direction. So this rumor feels very potential to me.
0: Yes. Now I'm a little wary of like the three picture deal, but I can see a, yeah. a movie deal. like, I, if I was Ben Affleck, I also wouldn't trust them to make, I mean, I guess it's different people, but I would still be very wary of like, ah, uh, three pictures, bro. Let's do one. Let's see how it goes.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know if they're planning that far ahead, but maybe, I mean, they might, I mean, I could see James Gunn trying to plan out for the next 10 years, you know, of what's coming and maybe that includes three Batman movies. It's possible, Sure. you know, um, you know, depending, but we definitely needs to be more justice league movies. It needs to be more. I mean, look, we still haven't seen the Flash movie yet. Integral part of the Justice League. You know, so there's things to come. And um, all I can say is this is extraordinarily positive to the James Gunn news, the Henry Cavill news. You know, all this is just leading to good
0: things. So, yeah, it's going it's, it's, to go. it's gonna be a good time. If you're a, we've DC waited a fan, long time for this, we've been waiting for a long time. If you're a DC fan, it seems like the time of DC, the the reign of DC is upon us. Finally, the hierarchy in the Marvel in the comic book movie genre is about to change. Um, yeah, and you know what? Uh, debt to Marvel, I'm cool with that too. So, do me a favor hit the subscribe button, away the way the comment section lets me let you let us know what you think about this news. Right before we leave you, though, I do want to share something. This recent Twitter poll by our friend Matt Vader, Wonder Twins, nope, or activate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you got to give it more context than that Vader. You can't just say wonder twins. Yes or no, there has got to be consuming. You want to activate it. What you want to hit activate, right? Yes. Wonder twin powers activate. Nice. But see, here's the thing is there needs to be context. Yeah. It can't be the, the silly cartoon version. It's got to be a better. Version. Okay.
0: So uh, you know what I'm Maybe you need to make your own movie. Then just write Write a script, write a, write a wonder twin script where they're Don't like where they're like murderous antiheroes they're like wonder twin powers activate form of an ice knife
1: oh my <laughs> god dude maybe they're they're so over, overwhelmingly ridiculously form- silly right. because they had a dark upbringing right. and they have to be this way or they'll destroy the
0: whole world they're like form of jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> <laughs> that's great um all right that's it hit that hit that, all the buttons guys see you tomorrow all right, um, sorry, I was doing that for the clip, dude. It's hilarious that when you said, "Is it me or is Marvel getting boring?" Yes, I. Hmm. And we're going to be talking about that in the members section because there is a lot of trailers that came out. Now, Guardians is good, but the majority of the trailers that came out, like even Quantum sort of looks like whatever. Yeah, Wakanda forever, whatever. Like it's like more like Wakanda whatever. Like I don't care at all. Mm. And I wonder if like, it's just yeah. me. Like, I don't know, man. No, I'm feeling it
1: too, man. Nothing's, I mean, after Thor, Love, and Thunder, it's been kind of like, uh, I don't know. But yeah. Guardians 3 is going to be
0: good. I do believe Guardians 3 is going to be good. I do believe that. All right. So let's, let's, I guess there's more DC news coming up, guys. Is Oh, <clears throat> yeah. We should have transitioned. That would have been fun. That was bad. Yeah. Okay. But what we do we are, got back
1: here? Just a couple of things real quick. Just, uh, I want to say, do we got a lot of comments in here, but somebody put out something that said that thanked us for our service with veterans day coming up. I think it's the 11th. Yeah. Anthony Mark. Thank you. With veterans day coming up. We thank Brian Shane and all veterans for their service. Thank you, Anthony Mark. That means a lot because, uh, we did spend a nice portion of our life doing that. So
0: is veterans day coming up.
1: Yeah. The 11th, I think. I always forget about that day.
0: Yeah, well,
1: <clears throat>
0: all right. Sorry to cough in the Wonder mic, Twins, guys.
1: narrated by me.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wonder Twin powers activate. That's so stupid. <laughs> Thank you, atheist. I'll do it. It was great. I'm sorry. Just one moment more here, okay? You didn't love when the Wonder Twins came on and they like nearly almost messed up everything that the Justice League was trying to do. You didn't just love that moment. I- like the Wonder Twins were the kids of the justice league and you were a kid watching justice league were you not like i should be one of the wonder twins and i would definitely not have formed into a puddle right yeah every time they showed up i was like
0: why the are they here (laughs) this is ruining my experience i i didn't feel that way at all all right Mm -hmm. well speaking of how of heroes that i do not think are a joke Ah, you like that? I think so. It depends on what you say next. Talking about Black Adam's (laughs) rotten tomato audience score is really high, but the critics is really low. And considering exactly how much money this movie has now made, again, it's not breaking records per se. Actually, it sort of is breaking records for specifically Dwayne Johnson. But not breaking records in the movie world, but it is an October-released an, an October released film for a character that normies don't know anything about. And it's and it's now over $200 million worldwide, and it came out last Thursday, one week ago. One week ago. I'm sorry, one week ago. Jesus, <clears throat> what's wrong with my mouth? And it's not even going to China, right? Not yet. It's going to be in China, so that's going to be a big bump for it. Yeah. A big bump is for when this thing releases in China. It's going to be huge, bro. All right. This is what uh, Screen Rant says. DC's latest film, Black Adam, has deeply dived, divided critics and audience on Rotten Tomatoes' score, having given Black Adam, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson, the highest audience score for any theatrically released DCEU film. Quite a stunning departure from the Black Adam's 39% score. From critics, mm. Jeez, i didn't Never. know it was the highest. It is the highest, huh? Well,
1: DC did. DC did not get a lot of high-rated <clears throat> audience scores. Mm. Um, the fact that this is so divided, I think it just screams. Um, in in a way, I think it screams like how out of touch critics are, and maybe how pol- politicized. Uh, critics are these days, as opposed to like which studios they favor and which they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of critics are using the excuse that Dwayne Johnson is not, you know, Shakespeare here, <laughs> you know, he's not, he hasn't elevated no. his acting performance for this movie. And there, I think they're judging him based on that because the movie itself, there's just nothing wrong with it. Like it's fun.
0: No, like, it's, it's super great. fun. You and know? I was going to do a video on this, but there wasn't enough for me to talk about. But I got to see it a second time in 4DX. Okay. You need need to know about this. If you don't know what 4DX is yet, I'm going to show you because it's. Have you ever been on a ride at a theme park and been like, man, that ride wasn't long enough? Mm. Imagine if that ride was two hours long because that's what 40 X (laughs) is all
1: over the place.
0: Right. 40 X, uh, with black Adam Mm -hmm. is like a two hour ride. Here's Mm. what, here's exactly what 40 X is by the way. So you have these four chairs, right? Yes. And there's rows of four. So that the whole theater is full of, of, of rows of four chairs. Now the chairs activate on their own motors. They're like moving and shaking, and it's crazy, right? Yeah. Additionally, there's water, like uh, like 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 steam and fog being shot out of hidden nozzles around the chairs, to to sort of simulate smoke and debris. And then there's actual rain coming down, like that's like crazy from the ceiling. Like like when when the when the Black Adam's ship. I'm sorry. When uh, the ant metal ship, Hawkman's ship, hits the water, and on screen you see like the water d- displace and like you know shower everywhere, you feel rain hit you on your face. It's it's <clears throat> it's gnarly. Additionally, the chairs—they're not just like casually vibrating, you guys. They're moving the same way some of these like uh, 3D rides move. They're like mm-hmm. they're so fast. My kid is sitting there, my 90, my 70-pound little kid has a, a a box of popcorn. And at one point, I look over there, and she's laughing uncontrollably, and the popcorn is just flying out of her hands like this. <laughs> it is it is crazy. This entire experience is exactly that. It is an experience. I'm not saying it's like, you know, you don't actually feel like you're on a ride, but it it feels... Is just so wildly fun. Now I couldn't imagine watching this like a serious movie because it, it would, I'd be giggling the whole time. It wouldn't work huh? out. You know, like I'm pretty sure Downton Abbey <laughs> watching this in, with Downton Abbey would probably just be raining the whole time and no movement. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, yeah. But with them, with a movie like this, like a fun movie with action and, and, and some laughs, it is absolutely um, a must, must have experience. I, I, it's great. When the wind comes and everything, it's it's really quite good. So I don't want to get off on this tangent, but I saw it in 40X, and um, I liked it. I liked it more. And obviously, you can like it more when everything's being timed around you. But it was very... Which theater was it? Um, regal. It
1: was regal. One. So my Regal does not have these, but Cinemark has a D-Box experience that's similar, where the chairs move and
0: Oh, goes. I don't have D-Box at my Cinemark.
1: That's sent. Oh, okay. I I do. So yeah, that's interesting, but we don't have the, the 40 experience through Edwards. So is
0: is like that. It's like, it moves, the chair's moving on that and there's water and all that crap.
1: I don't know about water. I don't remember none of that, but all I know is I turned my sensitivity, my sensitivity all the way down because after about 20 minutes, I was like, this is, yeah, I'm
0: not, I can't do this. And how much did it cost? Uh, It was like an extra 10 bucks, I think. Oh, okay. So yeah. 40 X is like, considerably more expensive i
1: yeah, wouldn't have
0: man. gone had i not gotten a uh, a gift certificate for my birthday
1: so but back to this this critics thing i think it's really important to note that it is extraordinarily rare for a movie to be off by 51 points right uh from critics to to the to the audience so let's to go back you have to go back quite a bit to get anything close to this and actually, Venom, back in 2018, did have a 30% uh, critic score and an 80% audience score. So at Black Adam is even more, an additional from 90 to 39, uh, is even more, you know, diversive from, from Venom. And we remember how Venom was, and we're right. like, well, you know, but you can kind of understand why critics may not have liked Venom there were some elements to the movie that you could kind of get why the critics wouldn't like it, but it just, I don't see them in black Adam. It feels like it's all on Dwayne Johnson.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you have a good point there. I remember watching the, watching Venom and saying, well, the critics are being overly harsh in this movie. It's not bad. It's fun. Um, but there were certain moments that you can be like, I totally understand why someone wouldn't like this, but then you watch black Adam and, and I said it last week, I'm confused. Like, did we watch the same movie? Did you watch a right. different cut of the film that I saw? Because all of your criticisms, to me, um, like, you can even reverse those criticisms. Like, uh, when they complain about <clears throat> the rocks, you know, out-of-fish out of, out of fish character, fish-out-of-water character, I'm like, actually, I like that, I love that. When they complain about how high-octane it is, it's, 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 it's so fast there's no room for for any any real uh, heart in this movie. I, I disagree. Everything every, all, most of their complaints are either completely out of left field and have no actual basis in what I, the movie I saw twice, but some of them are legitimately the reverse of what I think and I'm, it's confusing. It's really confusing. It's like I wonder if they did they see a movie two months ago? And we saw a different cut of the movie. I wonder if that's a thing. Is that is that is it a thing for them to see the movie like two months early and it's, that's a different I mean, version? Yeah.
1: There could be some things that were not finalized, but it's not. Wouldn't be enough to make the movie bad, not this bad. And a lot of these critic stores, scores came out after the movie released, so it wasn't. It didn't start out at thirty nine. It was. It was higher than this, and it just kept dropping after the movie released.
0: Well. Wow. And you know what? Uh, people are saying, oh, you know, the audience score is... And that's another thing, too. But a lot of people are saying, oh, the audience score is just bots. Or people supporting the movie because they like Zack Snyder. And they're blaming the, the Snyder, Snyder Bros again, right? Yeah. Well, uh, newsflash. Um, I actually know some Snyder Bros, and they, uh, they are boycotting the movie. So I'm not sure how that works. And the money speaks for itself. Like, it's, it's making money. Now it's not it's not breaking records but it's making money and we'll see this weekend if it has legs because if it has legs and it has a, another good weekend then not only is the audience score backed up by the ticket price but you can look at the verified reviews where people actually uploaded ticket stubs and it's just as high if not higher so verified moviegoers that that are reviewing this film are giving it more than 90% right I mean, I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you. Like, I, it's a good
1: point. Um, you know, and also, there. This is this is Dwayne Johnson's biggest opening, so it's the most money he's made in an opening. It's also the uh, the number one weekday opening in fall. So it's it's made more money on on a weekday than any other movie has in fall. Uh, you got to go back to, you know, even beats last October's stuff like Halloween Kills and Dune. Um, which only made 2.7 million, 1.7 million respectively on their first Mondays. Oh, granted they were COVID. Right. But I mean, we were at the end of it. Right. You That's know, true. so I think people were still going to the movies at that point, but you know, I get it. Um, you know, it's just this movie is obviously going to do a lot better and it's, it's not getting the respect that it deserves. And I'd be curious to see where we are sitting when Wakanda forever comes out and what their monetary value is. And, and to see, If people were right or wrong on this,
0: okay, all right. So, on that note, first up, Penny. I also love that line. Will I do? That was awesome. (laughs) But before, I wanted to say that because I'm about to say something irritable. Already, do we see the same critics, the same exact critics, critics, mind you, that are lambasting this movie and The Rock for being The Rock? Already shilling hard for Wakanda Forever. Mm. Well, yeah. Movie hasn't released yet. We finally got a real trailer. They are shilling hard. They're talking biggest opening of all for Marvel and huge uh, Wakanda forever saves the box office. Movies are back, baby. Oh my God, shut up. Do you, do you see what's happening here,
1: Brian? Do you Do you see what's happening? Now, this is what... Gosh, this is such a great thing that happens on our entire planet. Right, right. now, we have no animosity. Seriously. Before now... We really didn't have any animosity towards Marvel versus DC, but because somebody is pushing Marvel so hard, it's forcing us to the other side of the aisle to push back. Mm -hmm. And that's creating the the division in, in people. And so the fact that who's not going to line up to lick Disney's feet, if you're a critic, because there's access, they literally make like 70% of all the movies. You need to have access to that and you're, you're not you're just gonna have a harder time being honest uh, if you want to get Disney's attention as a critic right and so they're shilling because they wanna they want to continue
0: living right and that forces you know? us to and this happens yes. in, in every essence of of life that's forcing us the all and the more the people who are trying to be honest constantly and other reviewers on YouTube that are probably smaller um than these critics are that's forcing them. To go farther in DC's camp. Right. Because they're getting because people are shilling so hard for Marvel products that they feel the need. And, and it's a human need. There's a human need to balance things, right? Yes. To like bring balance to an argument. Especially when you're reasonable. Right. Especially when you're reasonable. You are trying to... Bring, and so in order for us to balance the argument, well, we have to go all the way one side. Right. Because they're so far on that side right now. That they're giving this movie a 39% and saying how horrible The Rock is. Now it's the It's the worst performing movie of all time. When it's these are factually incorrect statements. Factually incorrect statements. This, no, this is no there's no opinion here. People objectively like this movie and it's objectively making more money than it was than people thought it would. So where are these these false statements coming from? I'm not even sure how you can lean on statements and say. Well, that's my opinion. No, you were just you are just lying, like 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 in that movie, like, like that part in, in Black Adam when he goes. It was sarcasm, and Doctor Fate, uh, Doctor Fate's like, no, I was just lying. Well, that's what that's what you're doing. You guys are just lying. You're just lying. You're just you're just you're putting a headline out there that's factually incorrect on purpose. Yeah. yeah. And then you fill the body of the text with with things that 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 fix your headline, but no one's reading that crap.
1: Well, people have gotten very comfortable labeling lies as opinions uh as labeling things that aren't true as opinions. Right. And it's, it's become a very gray area and now it's happening in, in movies. So, you know, this is just one more thing that we gotta, gotta keep talking about. Honestly, we gotta keep saying the truth as we see it or as, as it's put out to us. And we'll keep giving that to you guys as we see it. So hopefully there's more good. And I, got, and I gotta, and I
0: gotta say, I'm, I'm not against Wakanda forever. You know, I hope, uh, as a moviegoer, that's great. I hope that I love it. Okay? Um, But I do feel myself becoming more and more biased toward Marvel products because of this. And I wonder if it's going to affect my opinion, It's if it's going to make me biased toward Marvel when I watch the movies.
1: Possibly. I mean, I'm looking at the trailer, and I'm saying, well, it doesn't look good. Like... So, you know, you watch a trailer and you're like, oh man, I can't wait to see that. Or it gets you hyped. This Wakanda trailer does not get me hyped. And I don't know why exactly other than it just doesn't.
0: It doesn't um, do anything
1: for me. Yeah, You know, I don't know. It's going to be tough. Black Black Panther is gone. Uh, they now have a new Black Panther. They're going to have to prove something to us. Right.
0: All right. Well, that said, hit the comment section on the way to the subscribe button. Let us know what you guys think. And tell Shane. Tell Shane specifically what you thought. Of Black Adam, yeah, me. not me Don't tell me, I already know what you thought But tell Shane, tell Shane How much you either loved it or hated Let us know in the comment section below
1: Does it make anybody else
0: nervous that he knows
1: what you think already
0: <laughs> I'm not saying I'm Dr. Fate But I'm also not saying I'm not Dr. Fate Okay mm. um, I, wonder where that, I wonder where that helmet went <laughs> If I had that helmet I, wouldn't, I don't know if I'd be doing a YouTube show oh, no, I would be doing a YouTube show But it'll be in the helmet <laughs> The whole time,
1: yes, totally.
0: Yeah. All right, and you know, there's a funny. Art the atheist said, "You guys got me hyped for Black Adam, and I'm glad I trusted you." There you go. Mm. See, see, so someone, you someone's got to right. push back against the unreasonable nonsense. You know, I'm, I'm glad we can do a little bit with our little channel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Man, dude, well, we, we should have segued, we should have segued to Wakanda forever, right there. I don't know why we What we were thinking.
1: I don't, I don't know. I thought we were doing Wakanda forever later, but I know, I don't know. That's a perfect segue, though. It. Sometimes you should just go with it. Like, if you feel it, you see it, like I did earlier,
0: like, just go with it, you know? Okay, I'll do that. But you know what? We've already stopped talking about it, so you know, <laughs> so now, never mind. <laughs> <It's pointless. laughs> never mind. <laughs> we're gonna any... we're gonna finish out the dc news i guess about the superman suit you want to do that yeah and then
1: we go to the member section yeah
0: nice. all right guys so uh one more story from the dceu a lot of dc stuff today i'm sorry but like this whole week has been like so dc front-loaded um yeah we're gonna be talking a little bit how, about how henry cavill chose that that suit and Just so you know, this is the last story in this section. Then we're going to go to the member section. So, I'm going to implore you twice here. Please consider becoming a member to see the rest of the show. If not, then that's okay too. All right. Agreed. Please. Let's talk about Henry Cavill and why he chose that specific Superman suit in the Black Adam cameo. What he said was, this character means so much to me. Well... I'm going to be honest with you, Henry. Um, it means a lot to you, but not so much that you were willing to pass on a $10 million offer. Just to be clear. <laughs> Cause he well, was offered 10 million and he turned it down. Right. Well,
1: I mean, let's be honest. He was making them a lot more money than that. So that's fair. You know, there becomes a point where you say, look, uh, and this is whether it's sports or gaming like you like, or movies if the guy in charge is making a hundred times more than you're making then it's okay to want a little more since you're the one making them the money
0: no i totally agree with you and i yeah. think that he is worth every penny that they give him or that he asked for but i do find it interesting that he does say that a lot on social media this i still have the suit this, The character means so much to me it's my favorite character but twice they offered him more money than the previous movies, and twice he turned it down because it wasn't close to the offer he actually wanted. So yeah, he's I worth it. it. He's worth it. But
1: well, what? So he should have taken it because we only make you know thirty grand a year. I mean,
0: that, I mean, look, that, I mean,
1: or shouldn't he? You know, look, if if you're like uh, you're going to make a hundred million dollars and you're going to give me ten percent of it, but I'm ninety percent of the reason why the movie is successful. You know, it'd be different if they if they weren't making money on the movies. It'd be different if like they That's only true. made five million. But if you're making a hundred million dollars and the guy wants fifteen
0: instead of ten, then shut the hell up. Well, maybe, maybe I feel that way because like I would work for free on a Superman. Right. No, we literally would like pay them to I would us. pay them. Yeah. Right. I, I got like I would,
1: fifty bucks if I can get in the
0: suit. Yeah. I would I would not only pay them, but I would do things that are shameful. Shameful. <laughs> to be a part of this movement. They're not even
1: asking you to do that. You it doesn't matter.
0: I will offer my <laughs> shameful services just to just to be an extra or or you know what? A water boy. Let me <laughs> be right. a water boy. Craft services. I will do shameful things for craft services. You shouldn't mention
1: shameful things and craft services together because
0: that's food related. I would do so. shameful things to the craft services. If that's if that's what you're into. Hey, that's what you're into. I'm just right. saying. I'll move along. If anyone's listening from DC, I'm your guy. I'm your <laughs> they guy. Don't, they don't want you now. You've just disgusted <laughs> them. Right. So speaking of uh, this, Henry Cavill has spoken about the powerful moment he had when he put the Superman suit back on, and why he chose the Man of Steel costume for his Black Adam cameo. Cavill's post scene cameo in Black Adam shows him wearing the Superman's iconic blue and red suit. Speaking on uh, some podcast, I'm not sure. The actor explained why he opted to wear the Man of Steel gear for his return. And he returned and he opened up about these emotional resonance of the outfit and how he felt when he put it on for the first time. This is what he said, boys and girls. It was a very powerful moment for me. I wasn't sure how I would feel. Whether it would be something very emotional, connective, because I put the Man of Steel suit back on. I chose that one in particular because of the nostalgia attached to the suit. It was important for me to be standing there enjoying that moment. That is one of the top moments in my career. It feels great to have the opportunity to wear it again.
1: Yeah, and that's this is a good point because that suit, let's be honest here, that suit is Superman's suit. When you go back to all the movies made before, before we got this version of of Superman, that's the suit that he wore. Whether it's Brandon, whether it's Christopher, that's the suit. And so the nostalgia he's talking about is that's what Superman fans know. I mean, it's cool. The comics have come out with the black suit and all the different versions of the Superman suit, but this is Superman's outfit.
0: Yeah, it's not no, it's not exactly the same. The S is different. I actually prefer this S. And there's, you know, so it's a modern color, color
1: pattern is what I'm talking about. Yeah,
0: but the color and pattern, right. Um, he, know he goes on and talk about that. He goes, he says, the character means so much to me. It's been five years now. I never gave up hope.
1: <laughs> Can't, we were talking. Why are that. you laughing? I don't think, I think this is a non, I think you're on the wrong side of this. Okay. I love him. Like, I'm just saying like, I'm
0: sorry. I know you do it for free, but he shouldn't. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Right. Cavill said of the, of the half decade he spent waiting for news about playing Superman again. It's amazing to be here now talking about it again. There is such a bright future ahead for the character. I'm so excited to tell a story with an enormously joyful Superman. Those are key words are important. Bright, joyful, right? Yes. That's what we need. That's what we need, man. We need bright and joyful.
1: And that goes back to what we talked about previously in the show, where we talked about, you know, we want, you know, Zack Snyder's Superman has been a little dark, and I think it's time to brighten it up a little bit, you know? And uh, that's probably where they're going. These are probably little hints as to what the type of Superman we're going to get is coming.
0: Yeah, I love this. IGN (laughs) felt that Black Adam was unfortunately undeveloped, and many ideas seem half-baked in our review. Yeah, because you're shills! (laughs) You're shills! Sorry, go back to your your Disney overlords. Go bow at the feet of Mickey Mouse. Oh, oh, yeah, you suck it. Do it! (laughs) <laughs> go back ign you damn shells how are why are you interviewing this man why are you interviewing this man when you you have you have no actual credibility jesus okay my bad
1: forgive us lord
0: maria with t and telly five dollars thank you maria here's my shameful tip tip for the tip jar mad love to you both Ah, oh, we love you maria
1: thank That's you good. maria you are awesome and all of you guys who give us the super chats we appreciate it so much these are people who are doing their own YouTube channels and they know how hard it is. So thank you.
0: Yeah. I need as much money as possible yeah. to pay them to allow me to do craft services. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what we didn't do? We didn't break down somebody's show review. We should have done that. And we should do that another oh time. My God. Like just break down their show review and just like
0: destroy you know. it in real time. I want to do that. Yeah, and I'm explain
1: bad. why it's not. You know what? Uh... Did you just
0: catch Let's check it out right here. Oh, here we go. Okay. Real quick. Let's, re- let's just peruse it real quick. Ready? Mm-hmm. It certainly did start off with a lot of potential. The JSA comic run featuring Black Adam is one of DC's all-time greats as it shows how his brutal sense of justice made it even the most upstanding heroes re-examine the line between what's right and wrong. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop doing that voice. It's hurting my throat.
1: Thank you. It was like driving me crazy. <laughs> like Napoleon Dynamite's brother. I'm like...
0: Oh, yeah. Johnson plays Black Adam in the same vein as Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator 2. A stoic, seemingly soulless killing machine gains a glimmer of humanity and even a sense of humor.
1: Okay, stop right there. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Terminator 2, the best freaking version of Terminator. Yeah. Why is that so a problem? Stop right there. Absolute best Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator.
0: Okay. So, hey, guess. Guess what? That's a plus one right there. Yeah. Okay. Plus. If that's how you saw it, that 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 should be a a good thing, okay? Yes. Uh while he gets top marks for making his Black Adam just as steely and imposing as the comics, the character feels too confident and powerful.
1: He's literally Superman.
0: Yeah, okay. So this is what I'm talking about though, like
1: magical version.
0: They're saying it's a negative for him to be Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator 2. It's a negative for him to be too confident and powerful. I'm like those are all positive things. Well, that's what the character's
1: supposed to be. So how is he? Right. How is it bad that he's being what the character should be?
0: Yeah. Did you read the comic books? Like they, they, see. I, no. I hated no. that they start the article with like the JSA comic featuring, but like, like this reviewer read the comic book. <laughs> it right. Doesn't sound like it. Doesn't sound like he read the comic book, or she. I'm not sure. All right. Main. Uh, they, they go on. The main figure opposing his violent ways is Justice Society member Hawkman, played by Aldous Hodge. While the veteran hero is a sight to behold with his gleaning wings and energizing mace, energized, his character feels criminally under, underdeveloped. It's not his movie.
1: This is an ensemble cast, guys. Like, we can't do just Hawkman.
0: It's, it's, it's not. The movie is not called Hawkman. Right. For the love of all that is holy, do do they not realize this as they're writing this out? It's an ensemble cast. No, because cast. they've been paid to write something that's not truthful. Hawkman is one of the most notoriously complicated backstories of, in, in all of comics. Yeah, it's actually like even the comics aren't even on the same page. We didn't even com-
1: get the backstory for Hawkman, and we weren't supposed to. And I
0: would, and I would, and I would argue that's a good thing. That would have yeah. ruined the movie. Would have convoluted the entire movie. Alright, they go on. Instead, Hawkman mainly serves as a punching bag, both physically and metaphorically. Not true. Not true. That like they, they definitely he definitely eventually loses to Black Adam, but they their fight is is it's a great fight. And the fight with the whole JSA is actually believable. And isn't he the reason why Black Adam wins at the end of the movie? Yes. He's the reason. I mean, what do they expect that that
1: because they they talk about they complain that he's getting his bird butt kicked most of the movie. I'm like, like, do you think he's supposed to be able to beat Black Adam?
0: Right, but that, you have to remember in the movie, um, when Sabak was like, you know, something about you're not a hero, Black Adam was like, yes, but he is. Right.
1: I mean, that was cool, but but they're complaining about the fight scenes and the fact that he didn't win more.
0: You know, it's just kind of lame. The movie is not called. Hawkman. Right. Like, I don't know what you want from this. He played a pivotal role in the movie. It wasn't just on screen to get his bird butt kicked. That's not true. That's just, that's, in fact, that's just factually wrong. If you watch the movie, that's factually wrong. Mm -hmm. So you're just, you're just lying. (laughs) I mean, he does get
1: his butt kicked several times, but not, I don't know. I mean, like, I didn't feel like he was just getting, he was he was getting in on black Adam a lot too.
0: Yeah. So no, he's so, not. He's this is how it's factually
1: wrong. You know what they're complaining about that. He's the butt of the joke. He's not, that's right. what they really are bothered about is that Hawkman was frequently kind of the butt of the joke. Um. You know, black Adam would win the joke or would win the moment over him. And that's different than getting his bird butt kicked the entire time. They talk about here that, it's hard to take Black Adam and Hawkman's debate about whether it's okay to for heroes to kill evildoers seriously when the film often makes jokes out of the outlandishly brutal way Black Adam murders them. So, was was the movie making jokes about it? I guess the, when he threw that that guy and then he's like, oh, he didn't make it? I mean, yeah, there, what they're talking there, about? there were
0: some jokes about him killing the bad guys, yeah.
1: Right, but are we supposed to take the debate serious? I'm just trying to figure out. No, we're yes. all aware.
0: The point is that there isn't a debate. The point is perspective. Right. That is the point. Right. That, that's the point. So, so what, what we're seeing here is we're seeing the reviewer who watched the film missing the entire point. It's not that it's debate. It's a different of, it's a different perspective because one is from this time. And one is from 5,000 damn years ago. It's a different perspective. They end up on the both on both on the same side because they have the same goals or, or or similar morality to a degree. But the the debate wasn't whether you should kill or not. It was the perspective was the point. It's it's
1: well, and they they they, they criticize Pierce Brosnan here his character. They would say he delivers a charming and mysterious performance as Doctor Fate although the script tries to do too much with with his character without spending enough of their two hours of screen time to earn it. So I guess that whole part in the beginning where he's, he like loses 20 minutes of time being like sucked into the helmet. He tells the driver, Hey, next time, maybe wake me up. Right. At the very beginning that told it told you everything you needed to know in that one moment about his relationship to that helmet and that things were going to happen that we probably weren't going to understand. Right. You Know what else could they have done to make him earn yeah. his ability in the movie?
0: This reviewer must have gone to the bathroom at that point. Maybe I don't understand. Maybe yeah. they have IBS, so they went to the bathroom multiple times during the movie. Again, if the yeah. movie is not called Dr. Fate, it's called say it with me Black Adam, right? That's it's not it's the
1: JSA, right? It's not the JSA because they go on to say here it's a shame. Uh, that the two young budding heroes who have good chemistry, they have no noticeable effect on the plot. Listen, it's, it's not, it's an ensemble cast. The movie's about black Adam. They're going to have bit part roles in this. It's, it's just not going to be, it's not the justice league. Okay. It's not, you know, everybody gets their, gets their moment in the sun. In fact, I think they do a good job of giving everyone their moment in the sun. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not sure, I mean, maybe this person wanted the movie to be four or five hours long so that we could fit all this stuff into it. It's just a little bit unrealistic.
0: Yeah, my kid wants to be Cyclone, Cyclone for Halloween. There's no Cyclone there you costumes. You know, she loves that character.
1: Mm.
0: Um, so what do you say? We have we a bit too much going on, and here's the coup de gras, my friends. Check it out, everyone. Check it out. Black oh, Adam oh, feels both overstuffed and underdeveloped. Okay. You're saying that we didn't develop all these other characters, but then you say it's, it feels overstuffed. Right. Pick a lane, bro. I mean, I don't Oxy know what you want. Butch. It bites off more than it can chew, yet you just asked it to bite off more. Yep. I don't, I don't fully understand how you can say four things in a row that conflict each other in succession. I. I don't know how this works. I guess I'm not a reviewer because if this is how reviews are done, I don't <clears throat> I don't want to be. Jeez.
1: Well, they
0: they basically
1: complain that there's too many characters in the movie. That's their complaint. Because there's so many characters in the movie that they aren't able to, you know, really filter out and make it a a a performance, you know, that's that that rises. But I don't believe that that's what this movie is all about. Like it's not supposed to be The exploration of Black Adam is an as a I mean, they do do that, but it's not like Batman or Iron Man or that situation. And maybe that's what they're complaining is that we don't get that initial Iron Man where he's becomes himself or or, uh, you know, Batman going through his story, right? The origin story. We get the origin story, but it's it's encompassed in this bigger thing. And I'll tell you why it's like this. It's because Dwayne Johnson wants the D.C. universe in play. In, in a way, it's kind of uh, respectful that he's not trying to make everything about himself. Right. If you notice, this movie isn't like all Black Adam all the time. There's so many other things going on that you get enough Black Adam, but he's he shares his toys. No, he does. He no. wants it to be more. So this movie is not the central focus of himself. And if that's a criticism that he didn't do that, then I say yay for DC in the future. Because it's like, right. let's play in this playground more. And it's not all about me, me, me. It's all about us, us, us. Yeah,
0: and you know what? And, and, and in all of his promotions, same thing. He's like, It's not just about Black Adam. We're introducing all these great characters. It's, right. it's a bigger universe. He continually is present. I'm looking at The Rock and I'm like, either you're completely full of it, bro, or you have the right idea. And you're executing this idea that I have been asking DC to execute since I was, like, 15. Like, for a long time, and it, we, we almost got there. There was, like, this false start with Man of Steel where we were getting it. It was going. Oh, um, but the studio sucks. Well, the verdict here, this is what they said. Black Adam overindulges to the point where it's hard to enjoy the DC anti-heroes debut. It's packed with undeveloped characters and excessive number of repetitive action scenes. I'm going to stop right there because... Well,
1: yeah, and I want to say something, too, because this is what I hate most about the review... Then they totally back up and say, don't get me wrong. I hate it when people do this. Pick a lane. There's nothing wrong with a superhero movie being driven by action, especially one featuring a Superman-level character. Just took back, in a way, everything that they just said to say, oh, it just got old. And it's, it's such a crappy review by, by a, a, a IGN who's been doing this for a long time. Long like, time, guys. Check your staff, IGN.
0: Yeah, someone, you know, someone review the reviewers, please. That
1: seems to be the theme today.
0: Yeah. Review the reviewers. Watch the watchers. Fact check the fact checkers. Like, for the love of God, this is not. I mean, listen, if he actually had points where he's like, well, you know, I didn't like this subjectively. I didn't like Cyclone's uh, power set. I didn't really understand where it came from. Like, we have some criticisms, but everyone, like, we just read this. Every one of these criticisms are non-criticisms. Like, they're all not real. He even equates his performance to Terminator 2, which is one of the greatest fish-out-of-water stories for a comic book action movies ever seen. <laughs> oh, my God. All right.
1: Yeah, Joshua Ye- Yeho. Yehi Yeho. That's who uh, did this review. Right. Senior well, editor and producer of Features. Right job.
0: here in Los Angeles. Good yeah, job, we'll, have, we'll
1: have a talk, Joshua.
0: Yeah. We'll you up on Twitter. All right, well, that's it. Hit that subscribe button on the way. The comment section Let us know what you guys think about this and reviewers and just everything we all—I actually forgot exactly what we were talking about. But everything it was Superman's blue suit. Oh, so that—that that led us here. That's <laughs> that's that's where we're at. Okay, we started talking about blue Superman's blue blue and red suit, and now we're talking once again about show reviewers. Okay, cool, 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 cool. cool. All right, man, we're gonna go to the members' second. How did that happen? Jesus.
1: My well, fault. because we decided to look at one of the reviews. Remember we said we'd do it in the future? Yeah. I was like, yeah. Why not? Let's look at it now.
0: I wanted to quickly look at it, and then it was like, well, wait a minute! <laughs> 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 um, I like atheist says, this reviewer sounds like a pacifist. Yeah, I guess so.
1: Ross Dog's Broken Spirit. She-Hulk Stunk. Agreed, Ross. Agreed.
0: Okay, my friends, it's, it's about that time. We are heading to the members section now. It's a it's not bad. It's not all bad. Okay, member section is great. Let me tell you why.
1: Section's good. It's awesome. It's a yeah. place
0: to be. Let me tell you why the member section is great. If you were here last week during the member section, was it last week? It was last week. It Was last right. week. Last week, uh, Robert Meyer Burnett joined us for a brief amount of time. And, uh, no, not
1: brief, but yeah.
0: Oh, not brief for long. He actually took over the entire thing. He showed up. <laughs> he showed up. And, and listen, that segment was, uh, rock, just rock hard, golden. I don't have any words for it. He, he let all, he let all the information loose. The guy didn't care. So listen, we have a lot of good stuff. I'm trying cared. to, I'm, I'm trying to not like spoil it or whatever. We have a lot I of mean, good he stuff. He scared, but yeah,
1: he just, he was it was uncorked for a time Unle- and unleashed perhaps unleashed for a moment and only members got to experience it. So right. that being said,
0: so there's a lot that goes on in the member section that you would never see here. Like what, what, what happens in the member section stays in the member section. Okay. Yeah. We're like Vegas, but no slot machines. Yes. Yeah, so we have a good time. So come on over. We're going to be talking about, uh, we're going to look at trailers because we can't look at them here without getting copyright claimed, but we are going to be looking at, uh, The Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Um, The new Star Wars movie apparently coming out. Like, that's a great idea. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. And, of course, Wakanda Forever. Right on. (laughs) Right on. Okay, everybody. um, We're going over there. The link is in uh, the chat. It's in the description. And if you literally do nothing, if you just stop and just let your computer take over, it'll take you to the member section. We'll see you there. We love your faces. If not, then we'll see see you you next time.
1: I know, man, watching those, watching Superman, Man of Steel and BVS last night. I was so like, if I would have had four more hours or six more hours or whatever it is, I would have totally put on justice league too.
0: I know, bro. I know kids
1: were all in man.
0: I'm so glad. Like my kids are in it too, but, but they don't want to watch it without their mom and my wife. She won't watch it. Just doesn't care, man. It's tough. Yeah. My wife's a girly girl, you know. She cares about girl girl things like like and no no nerd stuff at all. And while while that's both beneficial to our marriage, but it's also a, a, a sort of a a little a little bit of an edge because like I can't really enjoy much with her that's not like you know, generic Instagram intimacy. You know, mm, mm. and I can only say that because I'm a member section. There's no way she's a member.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she she wouldn't pay the two ninety nine to be here. She wouldn't
0: pay the two ninety nine to be here. I love her to death. We've been together for twenty years. She's she's amazing, but she is she. We share almost no interest, almost none, aside from like great sex. That's about it.
1: Well, well, there I could think of worse situations i
0: guess you're right and and our yeah. kids and some like and some food choices we like to eat food but we have a very okay. in, we have an instagram marriage where it's like all the generic stuff you see on instagram but we don't post it i don't
1: look at instagram what, <laughs> what does that everyone mean?
0: posts their foods and their their ah. beach shots you know by the way i hate the beach i go to the beach because she wants to be on the beach i hate the beach i think it's stupid
1: i don't like the beach either Hate it. I like to go watch a sunset, but I don't like to like hang
0: out at the beach. Yeah, I, I don't even. I don't see the pole. Like, why would you want to go to a place where it's inevitable that you are going to have sand swapping around in your nutsack for sure? <laughs> you know, it's hot. It's bright. Like, what is the point of the beach? If you no, no. Listen. Yeah. If you're single, I get it. There's a point. If you're married, though, I don't see a point.
1: Um, I mean, I guess it's just a chance to chill out and relax. I guess I don't know. You're right.
0: Good point. You can relax in a pool somewhere without sand. I mean,
1: that no sand. That's a good thing. Well, what if you like waves?
0: I mean, I guess if you like to look at waves
1: or collect shells or something, you know. I mean, there's there's things. Yeah. But I I'm with you on the fact that I don't want to go to the beach ever. But then again, I live at the beach. That's so right. I Maybe. wonder what it would be like if I didn't
0: live at the beach. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Cuz I also live live like in they call it they call us the beach cities. Like Orange County and Newport Beach. I live in, inland of that, but I live very close to the beach. So I've been I grew up going to the beach my entire life. That was our only real pastime, you know, when you're broke, like you go to the beach, right? Yeah. And then when I was a teenager, I can actually ride my bike from <coughs> Orange all the way to Newport Beach. Via that little tunnel under the freeway under the 55 freeway. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe because we grew up here. But I guess if you didn't grow up near the beach or you didn't live near the beach, it might be a special thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm literally 1.25 miles that way to the beach. Wow. Straight line. I literally could walk there. Wow. So it's like, but I don't ever go there. Right. So and it's because we're here and I feel bad. There's people landlocked who've never even seen the ocean in the middle of this country. So I, I I remember that sometimes. Is that a thing? Yeah. In, before in this day and age. Be, if they've never made it out, yeah. There's people who can't afford to drive to California or to the East Coast or to the Gulf. They just don't make it. Wow. So now they've seen it on TV. So it's not like it's like skydiving. I don't ever need to do it. I've seen it a million times. I've I done do it. Not need to it
0: sucks. It. Yeah,
1: I don't. I have no desire.
0: So fun story before we start our news topics. Um, I'm actually. Uh, <laughs> I think this is an oxymoron. So my initial job in the army was 88. Mike, you know what that is, right? Yes. It's a it's a truck driver, right? Mm-hmm. My initial job in the in the in the military was a truck driver, basically. And they asked us at the end of our of our boot camp, they're like, "Do you want? Um, does anyone here want to go airborne?" And I'm like, "Airborne? What's that? Right?" <laughs> and he goes. Listen, it's a great opportunity. Uh, we're only giving it to certain certain people in the class, and they had gathered us up. And uh, I guess if you got top marks in certain areas, uh, which I never got top marks in physical, but I got top marks in um, in uh, shooting. I yes, was like, that's important. I was at the, I was at the top of the class for shooting. Um, couldn't run for crap, but I can shoot like great. And um, so they offered it to us, and they said, "Listen, it's another three hundred dollars a month on your pay." Um, to have an airborne patch. And if you're ever deployed, you know, you might, it might be, it might be part of your job. I'm like, hmm, well, uh, I'm not planning on getting deployed anytime soon. So why not? Didn't totally understand, understood what it entailed. And that sounds like the military in general. Right. When I got there, I'm like, wait a minute. Why would a truck driver need to be parachuting anywhere?
1: Need a big shoot for those trucks.
0: Right. (laughs) And then, I realized I found out that I had a fear of heights.
1: Oh, it's not a fear of heights. It's a fear of dying from high up.
0: I don't know what it is, but I was <laughs> deadly afraid. Yeah. Deadly afraid. And, and dude, they don't, they don't let you go back down. Like if, if yeah, you, you got to if, jump, if you decide right there, you're like, no, i I'm done. That's not happening. Like, no, I'm good. I literally was like, "No, I can't do this." And like, "Yeah, you don't. That's not an option. (laughs) Like, you're gonna jump, or we're gonna take you, or we're gonna push you out. That's that's the option you have." And um, I please don't tell this. Don't post this anywhere. Don't clip this. I peed myself. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. You're way too honest, man. (laughs) I peed myself. Um. I, I got down after peeing, I vomited and then I got down and did it again. I somehow (laughs) peed and vomited twice and I hit my mark and I was like, thank God, like you have to hit a certain amount of marks before you could be done. I literally peed myself. I didn't vomit the the next three times, but I literally peed myself every time. (laughs) I have never peed my pants in the history of my life until I jumped out of an airplane.
1: Well, okay, let's say if there's a time you're going to pee yourself, probably jumping out of an airplane is the most reasonable time.
0: Yeah. And the worst part was when they all gathered around and because they thought I was hurt because I was on the floor with my head and my hands vomiting. <laughs> and like you can tell that I was just, I had just like unleashed my bowels all over my. And there's like 30 people just like, are you okay? And I'm like trying to catch my breath. I'm like, oh, he peed himself. Is he hurt? No, he's not. Oh, he's not. Oh, he's oh I see he's just a puss i i, I get it <laughs> he's just he's just weak weak minded right uh right, one second well, yeah
1: we won't judge him for that let's let's be clear although I will secretly laugh many times over yeah eyes, it right?
0: was it was rough man um yeah it's not the fall that kills you it's the sudden stop at the bottom <laughs> i gotta tell you uh the weirdest thing there's like there's a lot of movie misconceptions about like parachuting right or skydiving and it's that like all these movie stars like they hit the ground and they're like dump their shoot and they're like running to go kill bad guys i don't think i've ever seen that in real life like even the most experienced guys are like like they're like they're purposely like they're they're, they're letting their body go limp into the floor so, that, so they so that they don't get hurt like they're not they're not running it it, it is still a traumatic experience in the human body no matter how strong you are i think it is you know
1: yeah you're definitely not going into a role and bringing your gun up and i mean there's there is a moment of collection that occurs even if you leave your shoot behind you know you've seen it many many times i that was one thing about i didn't ever, ever jump out of a plane but i saw it happen a lot right and uh it's not that simple it's not Tom Cruise Mission Impossible,
0: right? And you know, in the movies, they make it seem like there's an explosion going on, there are guns up. And listen, if you if you tried to if you actually tried to land on your feet, you would break your legs because you're coming in really really fast, and the ground is really really hard. So
1: yes, it is really yeah. <laughs> All
0: right, let's talk about the. Well, let's Guardians. talk to our folks real quick oh, yeah, before talk to we
1: do. Folks. Let's see what we got going on here. So we're in the member section. We can chat it up a bit. Ken, Archmage, Atheist, good to see you guys here. Um, Archmage, can I get royalties for the GOTG holiday special? I photoshopped Kevin Bacon into Infinity Wars years ago. Dude, the fact, I can't wait till we talk about this. The fact that Kevin Bacon is in uh, this holiday special is so cool to me. I have a weird obsession with Kevin Bacon. Because I was young about the time that the Kevin Bacon game was happening and like he was in everything, mm-hmm. you know, and I just the six degrees of separation for Kevin Bacon. I played it all the time in the military <clears throat> and, you know, trying to figure out movies and people he was with. So it just tickles me every time I say I love Kevin
0: Bacon. I like Kevin Bacon, too.
1: <clears throat> so great. Yeah, I wish he did more stuff. He was such a great actor at one time. He just
0: yeah, I think his, his face, his face wasn't like classic leading man face. That's what that's what happened.
1: I think so. He did a lot of stuff, but it's like he did stir of echoes and it's like some things happened and like all of a sudden he was like no longer an A-list actor. Right. You know, and just it's too bad. Uh, so many good topics today. Atheist is happy with your topics. You picked Brian.
0: Oh, Jeremy's looks like you made it. Sorry. Yes, just, I did pick the topics today. And to be fair though, Shane was a uh, hot writing the script and I was like, Hey, these are the topics. uh You know, what, what do you think? Are you cool with this? And he's like, yeah, it's cool. Thanks. <laughs> I'm like, like, within like eight seconds of yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Me... Let, me, let me read you exactly what he wrote me. Cause I thought this was funny. Cause I uh, tell me that if, if this sounds like Shane actually looked at the list or not, because it sounds like he didn't, but he's like, no, no, I did. Okay, so I, this is the, this is what he said when I sent the list. I was being, you know, it's called trust in your partner. <laughs> I was like, Shane, uh, take a look at this bro and approve this or not. Thanks. Winky smiley face. And he goes, and literally it was a second later. There was <laughs> there was no, no I'm not there was no hesitation. I pressed enter on the message and he wrote back approved. So I was like, that's yeah. right. I, I laughed. I'm like, ha. Ah. I was like, there's no way you saw. I was like, that was literally and I don't give an F approval. He goes, No, no, I saw it.
1: I did. I quickly scanned it and then wrote it back and said I trust yeah. him.
0: I, th- I thought maybe maybe you were reading it when we were putting it in like the news channel throughout the week or something. I
1: don't know. Oh, I actually had seen. Yeah, that was partly it. Okay. But no, you're right. I but I want you to know. It's about trust. It's not about it's not trust. giving a crap. It's, trust. it's about trust because I was in the middle of something crazy difficult and I just believed you were going to do <laughs> the right thing. <laughs> a lot of
0: DC stuff, bro. Like, you can tell that I like DC apparently. But well, to be and it's fair, fair, there's not a, a lot of news. Yeah, yeah, man, and this week was like Superman, Black Adam, Black Adam just released. There's like so much DC news going on. And then they like, it's almost like Marvel planned it to drop three Mm. trailers the two days after Black Adam's release. Of course they did.
1: That's who they're competing with. crazy.
0: Let's see. Going to
1: the ocean is fun, but the actual beach part is crap. Archmage, Brian, and I agree with you. Uh, Look at how many topics you can fit in a stream when Jewel State's face doesn't distract you every five minutes. (laughs) That's somebody who watched the Quantum Leap review.
0: (sighs) Oh, my God. I was going to put her on the the thumbnail. Uh And I was like, I don't want to draw any more attention to the fact that we were complaining about Jewel State. If If you add up the amount of time we spent on Jewel State, it was like 11 minutes of that interview. I mean, of that review, was it really? Eleven solid minutes of us talking about what Jewel State looks like. We just couldn't help it.
1: I, I was. I wanted to look through the comments today to see because I felt like that episode. I don't. You guys tell me. Did it feel like Brian and I were just like out of control during that review yesterday? It felt like it, didn't it?
0: I think I thought. I mean, I I had a really fun time. So in my opinion, I thought it was a good review. But No, I thought it was funny. But we did go yeah. off topic a lot, like a lot. <laughs> ridiculous like what else we got going on here after the review of like uh we we were like uh, hey so um a wild tangent is good every once in a while but it shouldn't be every time i say a single thing that reminds me of something
1: (laughs) that's true we did we went really far uh let's see uh it's not the fall that kills you it's the sudden stop at the bottom yes ken i remember i love that quote uh, also, that if you fall outside of a plane, you have the rest of your life to figure out a solution. That is so true. There's mm-hmm. people who have survived falls when their parachute didn't open. Yeah. Like that to me blows my mind.
0: Yeah. He, here's the one that blows my mind the, the most is the dude that fell out. His parachute didn't work. He fell flat on his back on top of a car. Mm-hmm. He flattened the car with his body. And still lived. And he lived. And he, yeah. he and now he didn't walk away from it. Like right a lot of it, most of his bones were broken, but he actually like survived the fall and was able to actually walk a couple years later. Like as a regular, I don't know. That's there's science there that I'm not aware of. Like something to do with like force to equals ratio or something. I don't know.
1: I think the reason I won't jump out of a airplane, a parachute is because when I was nine, I saw someone die at an air show. So a parachuter was jumping from an airplane and the shoot never opened. And the oh. dude hit the tarmac like right in front oh, of us. the
0: asphalt.
1: Yeah, bro. Dude. Hardcore. I don't even,
0: like, I don't, I don't even want to walk on tarmac. Like it's hot yeah. and hard and scratchy. Oh my God.
1: So he died like right in front of us. And so I think ever since I was a kid, I'm like, yeah, I'm never doing that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, uh, I immediately regretted my decision, but like. You know, to be fair, it does get a little easier after the first. Like, so you don't immediately start jumping. You do, like, repelling stuff. And you do a lot of stuff that's that sort of prepares you for it. But it doesn't prepare you for it. It doesn't. Well, it's not the jumping out that worries
1: me. Like, it's who packed my chute. So well, you pack, I used you to hang shoot. out. Well, sometimes you do. Not in the Navy, you don't. So oh, the yeah. parachute riggers, there's an actual job in the Navy called parachute rigger PR. Their job is to do all of the equipment for the pilots. They pack the chutes. So if your PR didn't pack your chute properly, you're screwed. Oh my God. So, you know, that was always, I was fascinated by it. And I did a big story about it when I was in, in the Navy, I wrote over, like, I over, wrote over 3000 articles while I was in the Navy. Right. And I, I did several of them on parachute riggers and it fascinated me that somebody could trust some other person to make sure they didn't die when they, when they went out the plane.
0: Yeah. We, we actually, that was, there was actually, that was actually like an ongoing joke in the army. is like, you know, would you, would you trust someone with your life? Anyone, and we, and we all agreed, like no, probably not. So like, you Except don't trust the person
1: pack your shoes. So you
0: don't trust. You don't trust the person that pack your shoe. like. You need to pack your own shoe. Like that, you need to mm-hmm. learn how to pack your own shoe and pack your own shoe. Period. At the end,
1: that's the army, yeah, but the yeah. navy doesn't do it that way. Wow.
0: Yeah. No, see, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't be able. To, I wouldn't be able to jump knowing that I had not checked every single thing like fifteen times. And quite frankly, the only reason I was, I was even able to jump was because I didn't have a choice. Because I, 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 I tried to get out of it. Like in the air, I tried to get out of it and didn't work. All right. Let's, uh, let's talk about some Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy Hollywood special, holiday Holy special. Ready? <clears throat> yes. We are talking about Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special. The Christmas specials are upon us. And it's been a long time, I should say, Shane, since I've seen a solid Christmas special. I think this one is going to be at the top of that list. Mm. We're going to watch the trailer. We're going to react to it. And we're going to read some news about Kevin Bacon joining the cast. (laughs) You ready? I am so ready. Let's do it. I'm so ready. I'm so pumped. Here we go.
1: I just saw on the calendar that right now on Earth, it's almost Christmas time. We don't have time for trivialities like Christmas.
0: But Peter's so sad about Gamora being gone. <laughs> maybe if we go to Earth for a really wonderful Christmas, I love kid, this guy. it would make him happy. So real quick, the premise is that they're going to Earth for Christmas for Star Peter. World. For Peter. Yeah. Bill, yeah because he's he's sad because he's sad right yeah I thought Gamora was back she's not back in Thor either who? Gamora wasn't back in Thor Love and Thunder that's right yeah right
1: they need to bring her back somehow though
0: yeah something special he will never forget what about someone special I love this. Right now you think it's like a family member or a Gamora. Right, right. No, it's it's not. It's uh We're looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. <laughs> We're looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. <laughs> I just said that track. With your voice is small and mousy. I think maybe you he didn't hear you. <laughs> You're coming with us as a Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> Watch this. Watch when you're jumping across the, the lawn. <laughs> Let
1: me tell you something. Dave Bautista, he can do hundred and fifty thousand movies for right. the rest of his life. Right. But that dude is always gonna be Drax.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's never that, He'll that's, always be Drax. that's his role. From that's for it. the rest of the time. That's I, I won't never I'll never be able to watch let's mm. say in ten years David Bautista. Dave about Bautista movie about him uh, being a single dad and raising his kids. And it's, it's very, it's very touching. And he, he has the performance of his life and it's an Academy award winner and whatever. I'll never be able to watch that and not be like, yo, Drax had kids. Mm-hmm. Never. Right. All right. So that's uh that was pretty good. Now to add on top of that, there's this article coming out of screen rant. And it was a Guardians of the Galaxy kidnapped Kevin Bacon in holiday special trailer. <laughs> oh so great.
1: That scene in the in the trailer where he's running, where Kevin Bacon's running, and these guys are basically leaping. Right. Huge, like after him, like they're chasing him. Oh, it's just so funny. He's laughing. Like, oh. yeah.
0: <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to see that. It's so great. Uh, so it says James Gunn directed the first two films with his unique, engaging directing style, which is why he's gonna be great at DC. Mm-hmm. An extremely fun soundtrack, contributing to both films' overall success. After Gunn was fired by Disney, he was then rehired to create the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, which we will see the Guardians take on a new potential foe, Adam Warlock. However, the beloved team, which will also feature brief that we also featured briefly in Lord Thor: Love and Thunder, will return to the screen sooner than that with a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, bringing Star Lord, Chris Pratt, Drax. Dave Bautista, Rocket, the Cooper, Nebula, Karen Gill- Gillian. I love her, by the way. Mantis, Palm, I'm not even going to try to say her last name, Craglin, Sean Gunn, that's D- James Gunn's brother, right? <laughs> it's awesome. And Groot and Diesel, along mm-hmm. with some new MCU heroes back to the fold. Though it was previously known that the special will take place between Thor Love and Thunder and Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and run for about 40 minutes, not much information is previously given. About the plot until now.
1: (laughs) Well, and and I I just love this because, you know, and you got to wave your hand at Star Wars for this because the Star Wars holiday special that we got uh, years and years and years ago, um, James Gunn is a huge fan of. And that's what inspired him to do the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special.
0: Right. Um, I love it. That says, uh, since Peter referred to Bacon as the greatest hero on Earth. (laughs) (laughs) In Guardians of the Galaxy 1, his obsession with Footloose and its lead actor has often been referenced to a hilarious effect in the MCU. The holiday special takes things one step further, bringing the man himself, who previously expressed amusement at the MCU name drops, on screen to interact with the Guardians as they attempt to kidnap him as a present for Peter. Alright, so this is like, if you, if you read this premise to me, like, okay, there's a superhero movie. Where Mm -hmm. the characters are going to, one of the superheroes really likes an actor. And they're going to kidnap that actor as a present for that superhero. And, you know, hijinks ensue. I'd be like, that's ridiculous. Movie doesn't work. What are you talking about? That's in, In every way that sounds horrible. But James Gunn has this ability to take the most ridiculous premises and somehow make them heartwarming and badass and fun and everything. Like the guy loved Howard the Duck, and because Howard the Duck, remember <laughs> Howard the Duck, the, the movie from the oh I do yeah, because yeah. Howard the Duck was loosely connected to the MCU via a comic from like the seventies or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was able to get Howard the Duck at the end of that movie. That is incredible, right? Talk about the, like in in the universal um, the universe uh, level, like ripples that howard the duck can cause he didn't even care about that because it's not a real character it's just it's, it's he, fun you know what it is bro
1: he doesn't uh he doesn't care like it's he doesn't care how it, it comes across he doesn't have that shame mm-hmm. that a lot of people have like well maybe this isn't going to be good he's like i just don't care i'm going to do it and it ends up hilarious i mean look at the look at the opening sequence for for peacemaker it's like it's like a worldwide thing that's happened, the dance right. at the end at the beginning of that show. I mean, it's he just said, Let's just do this. Yeah. You know, and throw throw it at the wall, throw the
0: spaghetti at the wall and
1: see what sticks. And
0: And so many people are like, I'm so turned off by the dance I couldn't watch it. I'm like, Well then you're missing out.
1: I'm sorry. Who in the world said oh, that? Oh, that's yeah. there's ridiculous. A,
0: there's a bunch of tweets. When when we when we tweeted about the Peacemaker finale and how great it was, I couldn't get past the dance intro. I'm like, all right, well, you're it's your loss. I don't know what. To yeah, tell you. no. You need to. Re-
1: you probably should recheck your life. You should like redecide how your life is going. And
0: yo, there's a skip intro button, right? Stuff saying there's a skip intro button.
1: I mean, I get it, but I understand what they're saying. Like, like it was too silly for them to to do it. Uh, for me, it. <laughs> it literally was the thing that sold me on watching it. Right. Like I put on the first episode, I'm like Brian's telling me I got to watch this. I don't want to watch this. And I put on the first episode and there's John Cena dancing. And I'm like, Oh, I'm in.
0: Okay. Yeah. It's that, it. you know, that was it. Yeah. All right. Um. <laughs> yeah, so let us know what you guys think about this trailer in the comment section below on the way there. Please hit subscribe. We have a criminal criminal low amount of subscribers on this channel. Please hit that button and let us know that you care and want to see more of this content so we know what to do for you. I appreciate yeah. it. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Take a check out the chat real quick. Sounds like Borat with Pam Anderson. Oh, that was great, actually. That was so great. What's that? Yeah, no, that, that was a great scene. And you know what's funny? So it was planned, but here's the crazy part. Ready? I saw an interview about this. She agreed to it, but not on that day.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I remember that. I have a story about Pamela Anderson. Go, show it. I have a good one. Yeah, she, uh, she came to our ship when we were in San Diego, and I can't remember what was going on. She had just done something, and she showed up, and I got to tell you, I don't know if I've ever said this before, but she in person looks like she does in pictures or on TV. And I've met a lot of famous people and they never look like that. They never look like they do. Right. Live. And it was so like mind blowing how gorgeous she was. Right. Like mind blowing. Like you're looking at her and you're like, I can't believe this. It's like, you felt like you were looking at a magazine when she's walking around. I don't even know how else to put it, but my commanding officer was had lost his marbles that day. Like, this is a military <laughs> man who's in charge of thousands of people. And he was giddy like a schoolboy walking her around the ship because she's in like this really tight top and it's, tight jeans. It's Pam Right. Right. So we're all, she's do, signing autographs. Right. And part of our job was to escort these people. And so we're on the flight deck and she's like signing autographs. And this sailor, typical thing, sailor thing drops down a freaking nudie magazine with her pictures of her all over it and asked her to sign it, dude, with they're like spread in there. I was just, I could not believe That's everybody right. was like, like I got in so much trouble. It was hilarious, but great story meeting Pamela Anderson.
0: So I heard, I heard Pam Anderson is actually like a really nice person, like a really genuine, nice. She person. She seemed really great. Yeah. Um All um, the interviews I've seen with her and a lot of, a lot of like the firsthand accounts of like people that once were celebrities and now they're just like TikTok people. They're like, yeah, Pam Anderson's a, a doll. She's just so funny. I mean,
1: considering she got her start as a as a girl from like uh baseball games who used to have kind of big right breasts. Yeah, and she then, she
0: doubled down on that boy she did. Yeah,
1: and she just took advantage of her opportunity and it grew. So
0: um that's so funny. But imagine being Pam Anderson at a book signing, mm-hmm. knowing that you signed a deal for the Borat thing, but you had it planned for another day.
1: Right. Yeah, and then you have you?
0: You thought it was gonna be shot on a sound stage somewhere mm. and Borat just shows up right. and you and and you try to go with it, but you don't know that he's actually gonna try to do the scene right there.
1: Right.
0: And so you're right. you're literally running from this man that you signed a contract with <laughs> to allow you to fake kidnap him and you don't want to be kidnapped that day. <laughs> and you're yelling at your producers, No, no, not today, no. And he's and he's he's it's criminal. But technically, you legally signed off on it.
1: It's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's brilliant filmmaking.
0: Yeah, it's so good. It's, 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 uh, I gotta tell you. Sasha
1: Cohen, I mean, come on.
0: I wish Sasha Cohen, Cohen, Sasha Cohen is so good at that style of filmmaking. I wish he was better at other styles of filmmaking.
1: Or just more motivated to do, I mean, his, his Ollie G stuff he did way back in the day. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you ever saw Ollie G. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, just it's funny, just so funny. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's just his other movies are not that great. Mm -hmm. He doesn't seem motivated. He doesn't seem like. I guess if the movie's not his, when he's hired to be in a movie, it it's never as good,
1: right? Because it's not his vision. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it has to be his vision for him to be successful.
0: But you know, one of my favorite one of my favorite comedies, by the way, of all time is The Dictator. It's funny where it's like it's like story and scripted stuff mixed with like real reactions. And when they're in the helicopter and they're seeing, and they're showing the perspective of the Americans and the perspective of these like it's hilarious because they're not intending to do anything wrong, but from their perspective, it looks like they're terrorists. And they're like, no, we love America. America number one. Right, it's right. It's so right. funny. I it's such that misunderstanding humor is really funny to me too. I agree. I think he also he got like uh like you got like Rudy Giuliani somehow? Yes, he did. I remember that. Oh, he's just great. Yeah. All right, Artie so my...
1: I wish Yondu was alive for the special. I do too. Yeah. I miss. I love. I love Michael Rooker. That's I just... my.
0: That's my favorite. My favorite daddy. He might have been your. He might have been your father, boy, but he wasn't your daddy. It's so great. <laughs> that's so great. So great. Love him. Um, I remember I looked at my like. Uh, at the time, my brother-in-law was like, see, bro, that's you. You're like Yondu. Because he's, he's like a stepkid. His, his, mm. his, you're, you're Yondu. You're, you're their daddy. He's like, bro, come on. <laughs> 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 great. All right, let's move on. What do we got next? Talk about Star Wars, dude. Star Wars. This is going to be great. All right, we are talking about Star Wars. I can't. You know what? I'm gonna you do this intro, please. Oh, okay. I'm I can't ready. pronounce the guy's name. What?
1: I was, oh, I got it. Got it. You ready for me? Yeah. I don't ever get to do this, guys. This is exciting. Like, me getting this moment is great. Okay, here we go.
0: A headline. Uh, there's a headline mm-hmm. that started with a hard name. I'm out.
1: Yeah. All right. We're talking about Star Wars and Damon Lindelof's Star Wars movie, which... The details have just come out on, and I know you want to hear it right here. Right, Brian? Yes, I do.
0: And what are we I'm talking about? frankly surprised that that's how you pronounce his name. That's amazing. I don't Good. know. I just kind
1: of went with it. You did. That's, that's it. Right. He <laughs> <You> did. Right.
0: <laughs> A new report hints that Damon Lindy, Lindelof, you just said it, and I can't read you got it. it. You nailed it. That's it. Lindelof, Star Wars movie will take place after the Rise of Scar- Skywalker and could feature some returning characters. Here's where it gets interesting. Mm, I agree. Shortly after it was announced that Damon Lindelof was... You know what? We're going to call him D.L. Shortly after it was announced that D.L. was writing a new Star Wars movie, new details about the project have been released. Following the release of Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker in in December 2019, Lucasfilm has struggled to get a new Star Wars movie off the ground, while Patty Jenkins... Rogue squadron was set to release December, 2023. The film was taken off the release schedule due to creative differences. Oh, because none of the star Wars stuff is working out except for Andor right now, apparently. Well, and what's funny about this
1: one, Brian, it's very important that, you know, there's no trilogy happening here. Mm -hmm. They kept talking about something that would happen after, after the Skywalker saga Mm -hmm. would be like another trilogy. Like they were talking about, you know, maybe they would have uh, Ryan Johnson do a trilogy, right?
0: (sighs) Thank God. No, no,
1: Now they're doing a standalone Star Wars movie that's totally unrelated to the Skywalker saga, but may include some people from it, which I don't think is even necessary, uh, because they're testing the waters. This is a test movie. Mm -hmm. See, can we get back in this lane? Because to be real honest with you guys, Andor has turned out to be a pretty dang good TV show. Yeah. It took a while for us to get there. Do you know what Andor is? Andor is like The Expanse. Andor is an adult, and I hate to say this word because Star Wars is for adults, but this really is like a grown up show, like not targeted towards kids with cute little droids and creatures or the Force or lightsabers. It's literally just life in the Star Wars universe for regular people trying to do amazing things. Right. And so if they can capitalize on, say, Andor and then uh, the coming back with the Mandalorian uh, for the next season and they can kind of get the ship pushing in that direction. Let's forget about Obi-Wan Kenobi and maybe this movie lights the ignition, you know, lights the fires within the fandom to get us excited again about star Wars.
0: Yeah. And I, I, th- I find it interesting because they go more details regarding Lindelof's Perform, uh, upcoming Star Wars project has been revealed as the Hollywood Reporter mentions that Lindelof's story would reportedly take place after Skywalker. But it is not a continuation of the Skywalker saga. Right. So, when you say oh, this this is a standalone project, this would be the first Star Wars movie standalone movie made that takes pace, takes place chronologically after all the actual, the whole Skywalker saga movies. Exactly. Yes, true. So, I mean, listen. To be fair, it could be good. It really could. Um, if Lindelof has a great idea, apparently he was involved with Lost, and he and, and uh, oh, and I Lindelof still... and Lucas Lucasfilm brought on Miss Marvel director. I can't say the name, Charmin. I don't like Miss Marvel, so maybe that's not a good thing, but. Well, and I'm not sure Lost
1: is uh, really considered a success. Like the 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 journey through Lost was great, but ultimately you were disappointed in it. So I wouldn't necessarily. True. But I mean, look, we, we like to be optimistic. Um, but the reality is, is if they're going to make a new Star Star Wars movie, they're going to just have to come in and and try not to just fill us full of member berries. They're going to just need to come and do what they're kind of doing with Andor and just like, you know, cut into the apple and let us live there a little bit. Right. Um, you know, the the fascination of the, this recent episode of Andor, and if you haven't seen it, I don't want to ruin it for you. But there's a scene in here where where Cassian's in jail and like they, they show us something that how the Empire works that just sort of blows my mind. Right. You know, and makes me go, Oh gosh, we don't know what's happening to these people that where the rebellion is beginning, or we don't know what's gonna happen. All we knew was Luke Skywalker. I mean, all we that was our only vision of like what was really happening, some very vague periphery of the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. But to get down inside of the universe is there's fascinating stuff happening, guys.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Now on that note, you know, Isaac uh, Oscar Isaacs, John Boyega, you know they've said they're not they're done with Star Wars, so they wouldn't even come back. I don't need them back either. Yeah. So. so if it's gonna be older characters, then it's probably gonna be characters like, like Ray, you know, or no, I don't uh, want Rey either. Or no, Rose, no, no Ray. Or Rose Tico. I don't want Rose Tico either. Give about of BB-8 or Boo Frick.
1: Yeah, you can bring throw a BB-8 in there or whatever. I don't even remember who Babu Frick is. So
0: how how about a CGI, uh, you know, Leia?
1: No, no. Just be be done with it. Be over.
0: Are you sure? Move on. What about Force Ghost Luke?
1: <sighs> stop asking me questions. You know my answers. <laughs> <to>. <laughs> no, let's move on. Let's, let's, let's do something
0: new. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. right? I'm down for that. Do let's do something new. Let's stop. Well, first off, let's stop doing prequels. For the love yeah. of all that is holy.
1: That's got to stop.
0: Please stop doing prequels. Please I mean, I'm stop.
1: I'm okay with this Rogue One thing. Keep going with that. Keep going with Andor. Right. I'm good with that. But let's move forward.
0: Let's... We have to move forward. These these uh, IPs that are constantly going backwards. Dude, there was a report that almost broke my brain. Um, there was a there was a DC report that said that, this, that someone in DC, last regime of Warner Brothers, was considering a prequel. To Man of Steel. What? Focusing on... um, Krypton? No, his cousin. uh, I guess Supergirl, Kara Zell. Kara Zell, whatever. His cousin, because remember, she was the reason why the ship Mm -hmm. was there in the Arctic in the first place. That's right. They were going to do a prequel that happened. I'm like... You know what? That makes complete sense. That this failing regime is like, you know what? We're not doing anything of value that's moving forward. Let's go backwards.
1: Well, and that's why. What did James Gunn just put out? Right. We are going to focus on legacy characters that made DC strong, and we're going to go forward there because right. that's what you're supposed to do. But the, DC's not dead. Like Star Wars has destroyed itself.
0: Yeah, it's destroyed so itself. they
1: have to. They, they, we can't have no more Yodas. We got our little baby Yoda, we, Grogu. Yeah. Okay, but we cannot continue to rinse and repeat these old characters in Star Wars. We need something new. Move forward. With the franchise You have
0: to move forward I I don't want to see a a Princess Leia prequel I don't want to see it Oh, there is one I would watch
1: There is one that I would watch Um, um, I would be willing to watch A Ben Kenobi
0: movie A movie? After
1: watching that show? I would be willing to And I'll tell you the reason why I love Adam Driver So I'd be willing to watch something with Adam Driver Once again that's about it, though. That's the only character I would possibly want to see again, oh, Kylo that's Ren.
0: Fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's the only
1: character I want to see. If they were going to show me a character, and because Adam Driver is like an amazing actor, and I I would trust him to do something in the in in the new universe or in the new in the next staple environment.
0: That's fair. I wouldn't watch it, mm-hmm. but I can see why you would like you would want to want to see that.
1: I like him. I like his...
0: I mean, I like him too, but I like the actor, but I, I'm I'm turned off on the character. Like, if you want to win back older Star Wars fans who have been completely, who, who are completely apathetic and, and who have been completely disappointed by literally almost, almost everything you have put out over the last 10 years, if you want to win us back The best thing to do is to go forward in time, and use different characters, and just start over. Yeah, it's 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 like a soft reboot. I mean, you're not actually rebooting. You can reference that old stuff. You can bring in cameos, whatever, but it's got to be new characters, a new setting, a new story. It's got to be new, and don't make it so that they're fighting the reincarnated clone version of Palpatine or or yeah, that's uh, a good point. Or like a super duper star star destroyer, you know sun blower upper no don't right. just keep making everything bigger stop doing well that.
1: that's what tony's trying to do with andor no he he recognizes this he and that's why he's bringing it back to these roots and it's just the problem is it's, it's a prequel yeah like it's it's cool that it's happening but if they had tried to pull this off like like past the skywalker saga it probably would have done a lot better like get get rid of some of the mysticism and then slowly like like reset us right Give us some normalcy. Give us a, a very interesting character-driven story. Oh hell, maybe I'll even try to write something, because honestly, they need like a character-driven story in the Star Wars universe, universe giving us something we care about, and then slowly bringing back the elements of Star Wars that we love—the Force, lightsabers, all those types of things—in proper story mode, not right. for the sake of making us go, "Oh, look, it's Luke!"
0: You oh, know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, so let's yeah. not do that.
0: Yeah, let's do that. I mean, let's, let's not do that. Let's do what he's suggesting. I like that. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for that. Let us know what you guys think in the comment section below on the way there. Please hit the subscribe button because we have a criminal level of low subscribers on this channel. Like I've said before. <clears throat> Come on now. Come on now. Hit the buttons. Hit all the buttons. Please hit the buttons.
1: <laughs> Moving on. What about a Thrawn movie? You know, I got to tell you, Jeremy, that would be interesting. Like that whole story but I know that the cartoons did it. Th- I mean, I, my biggest problem is, is I just, I have a really hard time. You guys know, I have a hard time with cartoons like star Wars rebels and all that stuff. I know there's like a really interesting story there, but um, I just don't really, it's hard for me to get into it. Um, I just think they need to start over. I, I, you know, definitely don't want a Yoda in high school show. Nice sarcasm. Archmage. Um, uh, uh, so, I just think it's time to do something different,
0: right? Oh, Kids fellow you're doing. <laughs> um, you doing i got to get away from it
1: with cloning and stuff dude like yeah stop move forward I love stop. this uh
0: make him make the movie called the kents it's just about young ma and pa kent trying to <laughs> get their farm off the ground no superheroes just the kents
1: okay look I don't want to watch that movie I mean I'm sorry I don't I don't not
0: want to watch that movie
1: no you don't want to watch that movie there are there's crap out there like that you <laughs> don't want that I'm telling you <sighs> okay,
0: then it's not <laughs> Superman. I would well, argue yeah. that Miss Marvel is good for what it intended to be, which was to appeal to people that aren't older men. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't say it was bad. I just said it wasn't for me. Yeah. Notice, I, I never criticized Miss Marvel because I recognize that I am definitely not the target audience for that. My kids loved it, yeah. but I but I couldn't actually let my kids watch it all because there were parts in there that were like questionable for kids. Oh, sounds like She-Hulk. Right, so I'm like, okay, so this is made for kids but it's questionable, but there's parts that are questionable for kids, so I'm like, well what it's do like I do it's now? Made
1: for, it's made for like young women and men in their like, I would say 25 between like 16 and 25 Right, but it's
0: 29. featuring like 13 year old kids Yeah Alright, drives me nuts, okay Alright, next up is uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania <clears throat> I actually thought the trailer was pretty good. Okay, hold on, let me start it up. We are talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania is the official IMAX trailer. I'm not sure what the difference is between this and the regular trailer, but you know, I like them both, so we're gonna watch them both. Shane, what'd you think about this trailer? I liked it, uh, you know, but I also have a soft spot
1: for for the characters. Um, I love all of the people playing the characters in the movie. And so that actually makes it much easier to digest it. It's like we were talking about Wakanda forever and how I'm, I, I'm not really looking forward to it. And I think a big part of the reason why is I don't feel really connected to those characters. I don't love the characters mm-hmm. that are left in Wakanda, but the actors and actresses in Quantumania... Are still awesome. We have Paul Rudd, you know, playing Ant-Man. We have Evangeline Lilly, who's like, uh, you know, Secret Crush. I can't, I don't know what it is about her, but okay. And then we've got Michelle Pfeiffer, and we've got who is my Secret Crush, (laughs) who was my childhood Secret Crush. And then you've got Michael Douglas, and you've got Bill Murray, and you've got Randall Park. Bill Murray is also my Secret Crush. I have multiple Secret Crushes here. And this is, and this is what I'm saying: it's like the actors in this are going to be fun yeah and so it i'm interested
0: like, yeah and i, I gotta know. say michelle pfeiffer looks so great for her age that's crazy like she looks so gorgeous that like, is so what i knew you were gonna say she like, looks just so on... beautiful in this role like I, it's crazy it's <laughs> crazy how beautiful she looks like
1: <laughs> guys you see right you know <clears throat> the members now. if you're a member section person you know what brian's going for there now go ahead.
0: I mean, I'm sorry. Look at this. I'm not it's I know beauty is objective, but like she is objectively gorgeous. So, I don't know. All right. Here we go. I'll
1: stick with Evangeline Lillia. I mean,
0: she's gorgeous, too. What do you want from me?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I used to ask myself a lot of questions. Scott, you're you're at X-Con.
0: Yeah. Okay. By the way, uh, he just doesn't age. Is that the deal now? That's it. So Paul Rudd is either a vampire or he's drinking baby's blood on the weekends. Like.
1: Yeah. Or this is what not being stressed out does for <laughs> He's just constantly
0: always relaxed
1: and he's always Man. happy.
0: He's a yeah. billion dollars and he's calm, right? <laughs> right.
1: How are you, an Avenger?
0: That doesn't make sense.
1: But everywhere I go, people tell me the same thing.
0: Thank you, Spider-Man. <laughs> people still need help That's why we made this. Like a satellite for deep space, but Quana. Wait, wait a minute. You're sending a signal down to the quantum realm. Turn it off. So I don't like, I don't like Evangeline Lilly with short hair though. I don't either, but that's what
1: happens to a lot of older women. Okay. They cut it off, but. (laughs) What? I tried to criticize the Hobbit. Like I really wanted to criticize it. Like that they had that female elf character in there, but because it was her, I just kept shutting up. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Real quick, okay. So, Ant Man's daughter makes a satellite that is that is targeted at the quantum realm of uh, what they're calling Quana, and Michelle Pfeiffer's character. I'm uh, Michelle Fieber, um Was that No, it's Michelle Pfeiffer, right? What is Who the older lady? I just forgot her name all of a sudden. Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. What's wrong with me? Michelle Pfeiffer. What? No, shut it off. She knows i something bad down there. She, knows well, yeah, the she was the original Wasp. Yeah. Because she was in there. Right. Now, just to be clear, uh, the Ant-Man's daughter is being played by the same actress from uh, Freaky, not Freaky Friday, but Freaky, the one, the Bloomhouse movie that I love so much. Yes.
1: Catherine Newton. Is and
0: right. she is awesome.
1: Yeah, she's going to be great in this role.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm the perfect casting in my opinion. Like, it matches his, like, Paul Rudd's energy and everything, so. Yeah. cool graphics that looks incredible like that looks incredible it's beautiful
1: that's how you would envision the quantum realm look
0: yeah. Like. yeah 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 where? where are we love the soundtrack that is so rad i don't know what's going <laughs> on here but that looks cool as hell bro
1: flashlight has come to life
0: i'm sorry did Gar- did um james gun <laughs> no It's a secret universe beneath ours. What are you so afraid of? There's something I never told you. This place. That is so cool. That is so rad. I don't... I don't understand yeah. the science behind this, but my god, this looks cool as hell.
1: Well, Peyton okay. Peyton Reed is the guy directing it. He directed the other Ant Man and Ant Man and the Wasp uh, movies, so I mean, he's all in. You know, oh, so uh, it's I like, fully expect this to be a really good third
0: movie. Yeah, this is like his his it's his, it's his series, his yeah. finale. Yeah, it's like the right. of, yeah, it's like his trilogy. That's awesome. And I heard that Modoc mm-hmm. is in this, and it's being played by the same uh, guy. The villain from uh, the first Ant Man movie.
1: Uh, let's see, Modok. They didn't list it here, but that may be true.
0: Yeah, what I heard was that apparently he got because you know, remember he got compressed into the quantum realm, right? So when I he came compl- here, yes, Kane the Conqueror we're going to see, but but Modok mm-hmm. is like the secret villain. And I'm I'm be dropping a spoiler here that no one's aware of, but from what I've I've, I've seen reported. His body gets compressed, and that's why he looks like Modok, is because mm. he was compressed by the, by the quantum whatever, and he has to wear mm. this special suit to move around. And he and dude, the only way I see you bringing Modok or whatever his name is into this and not it not being silly and ridiculous and having any real explanation is that, because that mm. character has a weird, complicated backstory, and the easiest yeah. way to bring a new character into a role is to have him be, be an existing character from a previous movie.
1: Makes sense, yeah. I mean, they already have a bad guy, but it, it'd be cool to bring in somebody else.
0: Oh yeah. It isn't what you think.
1: This is Paul Rudd, just not a superhero. Like, just I love that he's such a not a superhero superhero. He's
0: yeah, like a regular guy.
1: Yeah. yeah. Even even Spider Man comes across not as a regular guy, almost something special. But right. Paul Rudd is nothing special. Yeah,
0: He's not. <laughs> He's just, he's, <laughs> he's, that, he's that one stoner friend you know from high school.
1: Right, right. Now he's,
0: yeah, you now he's Ant Man. Oh, we oh, we got to back up, back it up, back it up.
1: Sorry. Oh, yeah.
0: Sorry. Uh, so, yeah, that is Kryler. The man, the myth, the legend himself. I, I'm surprised they were able to find this man to do this role. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, he's been in so much trouble lately, I'm surprised they're letting him do anything. So,
0: he doesn't even own a phone, <laughs> like, like he still has one of those old answering machines that you call, like the kind that, that like sit in a room somewhere with tape. It's crazy. Well,
1: he, he's really been in so much trouble on set, it'll be interesting to see if he gets to do anything going forward.
0: That's true. He gets hired. I still love Bill Murray, though. Oh, Assu- sure. Assuming he didn't do anything actually wrong, <laughs> I love Bill Murray. Don't- well, you can- don't quote this if he ends up being like like I, he raped a bunch of Beagle puppies like I don't know no. well let's be fair we love the actor we can separate the actor
1: from the action right it's like separating Bill Cosby from what he did you know it's the, that's the, what we're talking about so if you know the actions of the man are different than the roles that he's brought us right that's true I can get you hope and give you more time.
0: If you'd help me. In the concert. So what's it gonna be? Batman. Okay, real quick. Um notice he has on uh he has on uh I'll show you right now. Mm. He has on the blue... that, So that's what he looks like from the comics. Mm-hmm. So apparently what they're saying is in the comic books, um, it's like a mask or whatever he's wearing over his face. Because so that's pretty much what he looks like in the comics. Kane the Conqueror. Okay. I think that's clever. So... Yeah. What's it gonna be?
1: Batman. All right. And, you know, he's a relatively... Jonathan... Uh... Majors is a pretty new actor, mostly known for his role as Atticus Freeman in Lovecraft Country. Um, he hasn't done a whole lot, so we'll be it'll be interesting to see how well he pulls off this character,
0: yeah. And, um, I also mm. don't totally know how he's there, considering mm. I, I guess this is the variant version of. of- This is the variant version of the version we saw in Loki. So I guess because Loki works with like a lot of variants not nonsense, I guess you can just have him working. I'm not really sure. I wonder if they address it at all in this movie. If they address how he's even... How it's possible he's in the quantum realm. or I'm or sure do, they will. Or is that where Loki's... Is that where the time you know, people are? Are they, are they in the quantum realm too? I don't know. That'd be cool.
1: Well, I mean... Ant-Man has been like this weird little connection connecting piece to the bigger Marvel movies sometimes,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know? And so it would be cool if they continued to have that, you know, like they hide stuff in Ant-Man, you know that I did, <laughs> they hide secrets. So that's another reason why it's going to be, you know, fun to watch it. Um, <clears throat> I'm excited.
0: Yeah, I am. I'm excited for that. So, so right now, uh, even though earlier we were giving Marvel a hard time, to be fair, we are now excited for the holiday special and uh, Ant Man Quantum Mania, <clears throat> but I don't know if I we're going to. I kind of be- knew I was
1: already there. Like yeah. I, I kind of knew. Like yeah. this is not a big surprise for me that I'm that I'm excited about this. It's coming up in February, so we've got the holiday special for Guardians of the Galaxy in November, uh, and then we've got this in February,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? And we now Wakanda is going to be in November as well, right? Uh, so we'll see what happens, but.
0: And you know what's interesting is I also think that these are the last two franchises that I care about, in my opinion, are the they're still doing stuff, yeah, the Guardians and and Ant Man, uh, yeah. All the other franchises are just they're they're they either died canonically, or 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 that's it. They're just, they're just not around. It's like if you if they make an Iron Man movie, it's not gonna have Tony, Tony Stark, so I'm not gonna care. I mean, I guess technically they could do Thor. They can make another um, Thor. Yeah, you know, the last one was funny. It yeah. was okay. It was a good movie. Yeah, it was good. It was fine. Yeah, it wasn't but, you like know, it wasn't movie. as good as other Thor movies, but uh, it was better than Dark Dark World or whatever. Yeah, pretty much all Marvel movies are better than that. <laughs> right. <Yeah. clears throat> all right. Well, listen. I uh, hit that comment section on the way down there. Please hit the subscribe button and subscribe for more of this. Uh, subpar content. I'm kidding. I'm
1: kidding. <laughs> Amazing
0: content. Absolutely Come back delicious for subpar content. See you later, nerds. <laughs> All right. Uh, what does the chat say? Last I, I don't
1: know, but it really should say that Evangeline Lily should not have short hair. Like, just put that in the comments for somewhere.
0: the love of God.
1: What a waste.
0: What happened? Like, I didn't want to go deeply into that, but I'm like, yo, what is this? Who. Whose bad idea was it? It was Michelle Pfeiffer
1: going, I'm the only one who's going to look good in this movie. Oh,
0: man. She looks great, though. Yeah, <laughs> no, she looks so, so great.
1: Might be another role. Maybe Evangeline's doing another role. But yeah, it just, it doesn't. I've never liked that whole boy haircut thing they got going on. I know that's probably sound sexist, but I'm sorry. I don't like it.
0: I don't like boy haircuts either. <clears throat> but then again, I don't like boys. Oh, well, that's fair enough. Yeah. yeah. That movie Freaky was phenomenal. I am. I don't know if I saw it. Uh, oh man, it's, it has um, uh, Vince Vaughn and that girl. And oh, Vin, Vince Vaughn is like a serial killer. Oh, I saw it. Yeah, that was good. So great. that was a, that was a kind of a funny movie. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I lo- I'm starting mm-hmm. to really love Bloom. Not all Blue Mouse movies, but certain Blue Mouse movies are like or Blumhouse, whatever you call you, however you you it. Because it's horror light. That's why you like it. You've never been a big horror guy. you know. Yeah, so it almost has like a science fiction feel to yeah. it. It's not
1: all the way. It's like not that. the scary stuff from when you're you are a kid. Did
0: you finally watch Fantasy Island? Oh, I saw it right in the beginning. Oh, did you like it?
1: Like I saw it like as soon as it came out. I loved it. I loved it too. Okay. Yeah.
0: Why did we, we talk do-
1: about this? We did a whole review on it. We did? Yeah. Oh,
0: why didn't it do well? It should have done great.
1: Uh, not enough older people connected with I don't know you know you'd be old pretty old to like Fantasy Island
0: that that could have that could have started a whole new uh, series of movies
1: yeah that would have been more like Twilight Zone right
0: yes oh god oh bummer great movie Um, if you guys haven't seen it go watch it I prefer a woman's hair to be longer than mine yeah so she's uh, she's not taking it not doing it man
1: although you're starting to look a little hot bro I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah? A little you bit know, longer, it? man.
0: A little bit longer? You like my beard? <laughs> Get rid of the beard a little bit longer. All right. All right. All right. So, well, what's next, man? <sighs> uh,
1: it's on the list, We well, I think we only have a little bit more left only here. One more uh, left.
0: Just Wakanda. I'm gearing up for it, bro. Right. It's Wakanda forever. Wakanda. shouldn't have been, shouldn't have been made. <laughs> All right.
1: I just... Yeah, we can talk about that, but I... I don't know it's like they have to make it but like
0: do you no no you didn't have to do it you didn't have to make it yeah you could have just stopped you know the the guy who made it made it the movie is right. let's, talk, let's talk about the review yeah. all right we are talking about black panthers Wakanda forever um featuring uh not Black panther and a new villain aka Namor and I'm sure there's a lot more to do with that. And I think that there will be a surprise visit from Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger. But Fun. no no one knows that yet. But I guarantee you, if you're watching this right now, if you're one of the few hundred people that see this review, I wanna I wanna <laughs> I wanna be clear. Could be more. Could be I mean, more. it could be, but most of our Marvel stuff <laughs> doesn't. Our Marvel clips don't get a lot of views. But if you're one of the few hundred people that see this, mark my words right now. Um, there is no way, on God's green earth, that they do not bring Killmonger, aka Michael B. Jordan, back into this film in some way or another. No way. They lost their lead guy. That's the only that's 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 the uh, the only connection to that movie you have left that can that wears that suit. They're gonna bring him in. He might be a Force Ghost or whatever that version is. He might he might have survived in some way. I don't know. There is no way. Michael B. Jordan is not part of this movie. Mark my words. I'll, I'll I put would like money to go the opposite way. You're going to go the opposite I think way.
1: There's, I think there's no way they bring Michael B. Jordan into this movie. Uh, yeah, I think that They are they don't want the ambiguity of messing up okay. their female Black Panther. So we have
0: a wager. Okay, I like it. We have a wager.
1: Okay. Now, other than like showing his like grave or something or no, some no, no, sort no, no. of
0: it's, it will be Michael B. Jordan. He's got to play a significant yeah, it's, role. It's the ca- yeah. Film. The actor okay. playing a role, not a significant right. role, a role like enough to like a role know. that's current, not a flashback, a ro- current role in some way. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough.
1: Okay. Not like, oh, this is what happened to him. They show a picture of him
0: on the street. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. I got you. Okay. Okay. This is the wager. I believe that way. Shane believes the other way. I do. What is? What's the
1: prize for the winner? You have to dress up as the female. No, black no, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no. No punishments. God. Then
1: what is the wager? Like I, I
0: always lose the punishment. We don't either. have any of that. Okay. How about <laughs> this? How about this? <laughs> if I if he's in the movie, yeah, you pay for my movie ticket. Ooh. If he's not in the movie. I pay for yours.
1: I like it. So we have to go watch this. Is that. Oh, that oh, wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. Yeah,
1: <laughs> mm. So you're going to refund me or I'll refund you. Right. It doesn't sound like it's such a good thing.
0: No, not, yeah, that's not great. I don't like that. Though. We'll think of it. Let's think of something. We'll think we'll of, think something of like you know, it. Let us know in the Get comments back. section. What do you think the wager should be?
1: Okay. Should yeah, maybe like a back
0: tattoo or something. No, oh, stop body. with the tattoos and the permanent disfigurement of my body chain.
1: If you ask for the fans to tell us
0: what to do, they're going to make yeah, us do something That awful. was a mistake, okay? I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> we'll come up with something. All right. Got infected, whole thing. Bad, bad news, man. All right. But
1: it just seems like they, I mean, honestly, where else were they going to go? Like, who was Black Panther? Now, this is a great opportunity to switch to gender swap the character mm-hmm. because literally the actor died. So, like, this is realistic. So if they make it a realistic change to the character, it could be okay. But I just have a real hard time believing um, that it's going to get pulled off by um, the young lady who's currently playing – what was her name again? Uh, Shari or Shari? Shari. Yeah, Shari. Yeah, Shari. Letitia Wright, who I believe is in the Black Panther suit
0: in the trailer. I believe uh, that too, but I, so. No, I, I believe her character is supposed to be in that suit, but I do not believe that the person in that suit has the same dimensions and body type that she does. It's a completely di- it's a different person in that suit. It's, it's supposed to be her character, but okay. they look so completely different. Like mm. other than their height, everything else is completely different. I don't. Okay. No yeah, way. Well, we can look at that closer. But I.
1: I definitely. I mean, if that's who's in it, I mean, and she was like the brains, right? She was like the scientist. She was like the Alfred for for mm-hmm. bat for Black Panther. Yeah.
0: or Q now for she's going, going
1: to be right. Black Panther because I'm sh- pretty sure Angela Bassett. Uh, Angela Bassett is not going to be.
0: No, it's the, not. Black Panther, yeah, so. no, it's not going to be the the mom. That's for sure. I mean, it could um, be. It could be uh, Black Panther's uh, love interest. Who was who was definitely more physical than the scientist sister? Well, the the you're talking about the
1: like the person who was in charge of his security. No, 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 his love Denies. interest,
0: not not the secure, not the the Dara or whatever they're called. I don't see her as being it. I mean, but she was she did a lot of action scenes in both movies. And, I guess it's possible, yeah. and she has a similar body type. You know, we'll see. All right, I, yeah. Well, here's the trailer, folks. All my life, all my life. price. my life. back it up real quick. So that is your first look also at Ironheart. Mm. Ironheart. This is the Iron Man replacement. So is it the Iron Man replacement for sure? Yeah. Okay unless they're just unless they just ignore the, that the comics went the same route where they replaced yeah. Iron Man with well initially they replaced Iron Man I'm with the Come out of Wakanda? Uh, not, not as far as I know. I could be wrong but in the comic books I believe that she was I believe she was in the States somewhere but I don't remember.
1: I mean it seems like I mean maybe I it could be different but this character met um, Shuri a few scenes ago. <laughs> Uh, we saw them greet. So it seems like she's from Wakanda.
0: Seems that way. And uh, her signature uh, arc reactor that is in the shape of a heart, Ironheart. By the way, just full full disclosure, I hated this character in comic books. I could never get past the first issue. I had no interest in it whatsoever. Um, In my opinion, I thought it was completely the wrong step. I I don't even understand the concept behind making um, this no-name teenager smarter than Tony Stark in your universe. I don't know why you would do that. Um, It lessens the, the legacy of Tony Stark. And quite frankly, you could have had that character as the smart person behind war machine that already existed. This was so unnecessary. um, And the, and the comic sucked and the writing sucked and everything about it didn't make sense. So,
1: well, it was an opportunity to bring in war machine if they wanted to have this angle and then you've got Don Cheadle, who's who's got some acting clout in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which would also bring in fans who are kind of like, you know, still feeling, you know, phase the, the earlier phases of, of the MCU. You know, now they've you know, there's really no legacy characters in this movie.
0: Yeah, this is total this is in my opinion. And I, we'll see when it comes out. I, I could be completely wrong. It could be an awesome character. But from what I know yeah. about the comics and what I see, this is a massive misstep.
1: They came from the water.
0: Namor. So that's rad. So at least the name na- the Namorian the the Namor's people are still uh you know, Atlantean or some kind of like I mean they're okay, not yeah. they're from Aztec, but at least the they're from, they're still from the water, right?
1: Which Aztecs weren't, but we're not going to go to that again Right, we're not going to go back
0: there (laughs) They had superhuman strength He's coming For the surface world
1: That can't be good I really like
0: it. Wait, who was that? Wait a minute Hmm
1: Well, it looks like a new character,
0: and she's wearing that. Those are nano. That's that's the black. That's a Black Panther type suit. Hmm. It's moving. and sh- it's changing to her face and all that. And that's not any of the uh, two actors we just mentioned. Interesting. Okay, let's go back. real quick. Sorry.
1: Yeah, you got to pause it there. I mean, that's definitely, that definitely can be Letitia Wright. I mean, maybe, she, I know she's not supposed to be in there, but she's that skinny.
0: Yeah, I guess you're right. She is that skinny.
1: And, you know, it has to be her because she's she was the <laughs> she was the trouble during this movie. Like, they couldn't move forward without her being on board. So she must be. She must be in the suit.
0: Yeah, that's right. She she gave the studio a bunch of problems, right, about the vaccine or whatever. Now is our time to strike. Okay, so I'm I'm about to give it a compliment. Here we go. They they went there with the wings on his feet. That is a bold move, Cotton. Um <laughs> why? yeah is why why is it bold because it's because it's, if, if if you if, if you said they're gonna make a namer movie i was like cool yeah you know they're they're gonna definitely make him they're gonna first off they're gonna give him a lot more clothes which looks like they did which that's surprising that the original namer had less clothes by the way <laughs>
1: that's scary
0: um and they're not gonna have the whole wings on his feet thing that doesn't work they did um, Maybe they come out of his feet or something. They're probably not there all the time. I'm not complaining about it. This is actually like I'm actually sort of shocked that they made, they pulled it off. And it, and it looks sort of cool. Like, it looks like he's stepping. He's almost like he's stepping. Yeah. Show them
1: Oh we are. Black Panther will come forever. Ramonda is going to be the queen of Wakanda and uh, Sheree is going to be Black Panther. That's what I see.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I find it, um, I find it telling that they never actually show Sheree suiting up.
1: Well, they, they shouldn't. I mean, honestly, they probably shouldn't. If they want that to be a surprise, then they, they shouldn't show us.
0: Right. But I feel like maybe they want people to assume that's her. I mean, it's definitely a girl. No, it's definitely a girl. Yeah, yeah. or like a really hyper effeminate man, I suppose. <laughs> it's definitely yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So you guys, let us know what you guys think. I, I don't really care about this movie. Like, I could take it or leave it. Um, I don't have any interest in it. I do have interest in. I have a little bit, a little bit of interest in seeing Namor, but that is not to me. It's not worth the price of the ticket. Now I'm gonna see it for your benefit. Um, but you know, to be frank, I barely liked the first one. And the reason I liked it was, was, uh,
1: Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick
0: Boseman who passed away. So you took like the majority of the reason I liked the first movie and you removed it from the movie. They you didn't remove it, but like he's not in this movie. So if you took like, it's like, you know what? I really like this, uh, uh, cookie because it's sweet. Now, would you like that cookie if it had no sugar? Probably not.
1: Or it doesn't look... You know, it's less better less better to do it this way. You look at the cookie and go, that doesn't look good. Right. But then maybe we take a bite of it and it's like, oh, surprise. It's good.
0: Yeah, that's the best. I'm bad at analogies, but you're trying... I think you know where I'm getting here. doesn't look appetizing. But that is just us or me. And if you like it, that's great. But let us know in the comment section below, are you stoked for Wakanda forever? And on the way there, please hit the subscribe button and the comment button. Let us know that you... Uh, I want us to do more stuff like this. Excellent. Excellent.
1: I uh, lost my train
0: of thought there for a second.
1: It's been a wonderful three and a half hours.
0: Yeah, it's been a good show.
1: Not bad. Not yeah, bad today.
0: Not yeah. bad. Not
1: Let's bad. see what our what our peeps are doing over here. Okay, These were
0: the guys. I have literally zero interest.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's what we feel in our hearts, atheist. I mean, there's really. Come on, are they giving us anything in the in the trailer to make us excited? Honestly, like what are they giving
0: us? I mean, Namor is that that's it? But why? Even why Namor? I don't care. But about even Namor. then, Namor is like different. Like clearly, he's not Atlantis. I don't get the
1: motivation. Like, yeah, I know it's from the comic books, but like I have little interest in watching, you know, uh, yeah. Wakandans fight. Aztecs,
0: right? No, you yeah, know, like... yeah, yeah, you're right. I had zero interest too. The reason I am I'm interested in Namor is because Namor was one of the very first of those really weird comic book characters from like the 40s or 50s or whatever. Maybe they should have done one of those movies.
1: <clears throat> you know, instead of making it, I don't know. Is, I just, yeah, okay. yeah. This
0: is like, is it a backdoor pilot for like a Namor movie?
1: I don't. I They know. Listen, they had to make a second Black Panther movie. I think. Who said it here? Atheist for the cause said it. Uh, Black Panther brought in $1.35 billion worldwide on a $200 million budget. So like if, if they had to get like some bum off the street to like slide into a Black Panther costume, they were going to freaking make a second movie. Right. No joke. And so it's going to happen, but that doesn't mean there's going to be a third unless this one makes a ton of money. And they seem to think it's going to make a lot of money. I, it'll probably do. Okay. But, it's probably going to turn a lot of people off from the franchise unless they can have some breakout performance by somebody.
0: Right. I like this. Maybe they'll do a mystery of Batwoman reveal and have three different women be Black Panther from different aspects. That that might be clever. Might be interesting. That could be good. <clears throat> Talking about cheapening Iron Man. Yeah, for real. This character sucks. The Iron Heart character is horrible. It's a hor- it was a horrible idea in the comics that you make like this ju- this preteen a hyper genius take over the mantle. That's stupid. That is just so, so stupid. Yeah. It's like you're trying to, it's almost like they're trying to like replicate the Spider-Man thing, but using the Iron Man IP doesn't work. doesn't work. Hey, Peter
1: Parker got bit by a spider guys, a radioactive spider.
0: <laughs> right. He was, wasn't he a was, genius. yeah, he was smart. Right. And then he got bit by a spider. Right. Like, I don't know. It doesn't work. Um, and it's honestly, it's to me as a war machine fan, it feels offensive. Like, so we're Mm. never going to see the war machine that I remember reading when I was a kid. Like Mm. he was awesome. He was, he was deadly as hell. Um, I don't know. So
1: Ironheart should have grown up in Chicago. Okay. Well, we'll see how that goes. Come on, Shane. Be realistic. They don't do anything new.
0: That's so True.
1: Okay, Jeremy has a good idea. The loser of the bet has to do a review of Robert Meyer Burnett's cable TV porno. Deal. <laughs> Any excuse to have to watch
0: a porn. <laughs> um, I might buy a ticket for Black Adam to go see this. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're gonna be. Yeah, that's right. They're gonna be in the theaters on the same time, right? Yeah. <laughs> I did that Dude, yeah, that's it.
1: Buy a ticket for Black Adam and then go sneak into
0: uh, <laughs> Wakanda. Yeah, into
1: Wakanda forever.
0: Um. Uh, and he has an awesome name, War Machine. Yeah, War Machine would sell tickets. Absolutely. Damn, that sounds so rad. Yeah, yeah and they're they're also, yeah, you're right. They're setting up the Young Avengers crap. Miss Marvel and Ironheart and Ant Girl or whatever her name is, Stinger. Ugh. Enjoy the heck out of
1: it. We're not going to go see it. Yeah,
0: we won't be there. We won't be maybe there. Maybe the kids will, though. Ah, maybe. Maybe not. You know, Grace Randolph actually says something. Semi-intelligent. She was like, if they do the Young Avengers, it's going to be something they do uh, in between doing a full event, another full Avengers movie. It won't be like that will replace the Avengers. It'll be something like they go, let's do this while we're setting up the story for the next big Avengers movie. They, they
1: have to. They have to, and, and, you know, it's like anything else. You have to go slow. It's like when you, change your dog's dog food, right? You don't go from wet to, to dry or dry to wet, or else you're going to have shit all over the house. <laughs> right. You slowly introduce the new texture into right. it. And so they should do that. Give us one young Avenger. Give us, you know, yeah. and then slowly, you know. The same way out. I
0: slowly introduce arsenic into your coffee.
1: Right. And I was wondering why my teeth are falling out. I don't <laughs> know.
0: But they're so white
1: so let's let's like go back to uh what was uh uh flowers in the attic oh yeah it's like horrible
0: it's a bad callback all right guys uh that's it for the show we actually ended at four o'clock today whoa Whoa, yes now there's time for football oh sorry good yeah well for me now it's time to edit for the rest of my life
1: well that's right i gotta work on another script shane
0: gave me the script yesterday right before (laughs) yesterday's show
1: sorry i'm doing the best i can it's,
0: i know i'm not mad all i'm all i'm saying is i worked uh the majority of the night last night um just getting the audio correct and now i'm gonna edit for the rest of my life in order to make sure it comes out tomorrow morning I'm hopefully it happens i don't want to it needs to happen because well, our next video comes out on tuesday and we're contractually obligated to that right yes yes it has holy to. shit bro okay <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, Quantum make cool. video tomorrow. Quantum leave video tomorrow, and I gotta tell you guys, as someone who has uh, now heard his script, it's very, very good. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I was. I wait to hear whether or not you think it's good. Yeah. Yeah. There's some moments where I'm like, where is he going with it? Oh, okay. Oh, but it ends okay. up there, right? Okay. Yeah. Guys, that's it. Love you guys so much. We will be back tomorrow, uh, probably for Andor, I guess. All right? Yeah, we need to do it. We do. So and or Let's tomorrow play. in the member section, yes. And um, when the weekly Terry comes out tomorrow, be sure to hit that like button and mm-hmm. share it. Um, Terry, between us members, Terry's been a little quiet lately. We need to get him back on, back into the yeah. messaging mode. Yeah, he's uh, he's a little bit, he's a little dungry. turned off on social media. I think.
1: Yeah, hundred percent.
0: All right, guys. See you guys later. We love you, and we'll see you.